Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week, brought to you by Blue Apron and Nature Box. Thanks, Blue Apron and Nature Box, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Three-person podcast. I'm Gus. Oh, I'm Gus. I was going to do that with my hand. Uh, I'm Barbara. I'm Bertie. I'm Gus. And I'm Gus. So, yeah, I, I, I had faith last week. Gavin showed up at the last second. I was Someone's like, I had faith he would be here. And so what's he doing? He's, he's doing, doing like one of them, like... Video game yuck em ups they he do? He must be. Is he over there doing that? What's, what's, he doing? what's a yuck em up? <laughs> Just, what's the name? Let's play. Like Let's play? Yeah, he's doing yeah. a yuck em up. That's, that's our other YouTube channel. That's YouTube our new brand name for it. Video game, video game yuck em ups. Hey, um, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Oh. So I, I made Barbara a Valentine. What? Oh, I don't yeah. get a Valentine? No. I'm kind of nervous as to what it says. Make sure you read it to everyone. It says, throw me a bone. Barbara. I hope you get fucked, smiley face, <laughs> Gus. <laughs> that was so when they show the pre-show before this for the video version of the podcast, the guys in the recording booth, um, they love to get in front of the camera and uh, and uh, yuck it up. But uh, we have the stupidest conversations here. And I walked on set, and I even said to Barbara, we had a discussion about. I told her to get <laughs> fucked. She goes, "No, that's tomorrow." So. Valentine's Day is like getting it's solid. It's like a hundred percent. You're gonna have sex on Valentine's if Day. If I don't, I'll be very disappointed. Get, to I me, it's not Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's D. What else is like that? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. What is what is like the surefire? You're gonna have sex days. Valentine's Day is one of them. Mondays. Mondays is another one. You even have your evenings free now that the podcast has. I do. Has moved forward. It's too bad that. Every production at this office has encompassed my boyfriend. Encompassed him? Oh, yeah. I saw him on a, a production that started shooting today, which I don't know if I can say the name of, but I saw him working on that. I'm very yeah, excited to see him working on that project. Working on a bunch of projects right now. He's working on a bunch of projects right now. Yeah. He really is. He's not working on the Barber project, though? He's not. The Barber Gets Laid project, which uh, I'm going to have to dedicate some of his time so, to that. So what happens? So do you like, is it good to the point where you don't see him for a while? You, yeah. You were just... Uh, on vacation with him. Yeah, but we were sharing. We got the short end of the stick because. Oh really? The, oh, sure. So we were. <laughs> we were in New Better Zealand. Like next boyfriend. We we took a group trip to New Zealand with about fifteen of us. Fuck. And we were at an Airbnb that slept fourteen. Miles was the fourteenth wheel in that scenario. Yeah, Miles and Blaine teamed up. I was like, Blaine's girlfriend wasn't. And there. then Will came for a few days, so he just slept on the couch. But the way they selected. Who would get to pick which bed? Oh, please. Was in order of people signed up for the trip. So, but since I was asked to go to Sydney so late in the game, obviously I was last. That's bullshit. So they did that for every place where you stayed? No, just for the Airbnb. Okay. For the week. In oh, but you, you guys had one location where you stayed. Yeah. You guys moved around a lot for this thing. Yeah, but we only had one Airbnb. Let me guess who was at the top of the choosing beds list. Guess away. I, I, I can guess too. Go ahead. Bethany. Bethany. Yeah. Right? Well, to be fair, Bethany and Nadia. Who's Josh's girlfriend? Right. Um, they planned. Well, and she's much more than that. Oh yeah, but. she's much more than that. But just so the audience would be familiar with gotcha. who she was, um, they planned the whole trip, so they should get first pick. Yes, but yes, but also there has to be an acknowledgement. So what does that mean for you? There did you end a, up in a closet, or did you end up like in a bed next there, to somebody else in a bed? There should have been a random draw. We ended up in a room. <laughs> Not if, if you organized the event, you would totally put yourself first. Don't you fucking deny it's it. It's true. You know yeah, you would. But everyone else should be in a random draw. <laughs> That's after, what I thought, but I didn't want to say anything. It after Bethany place. and Josh's girlfriend. Then Shut <laughs> up. is a lovely person. Is in the mix. So where, where were you sleep? Where were you staying? Where were you sleeping? There was a room in the basement. Go ahead. That had three beds. So far it's hot. Two double beds and one single bed. 
and me and Aaron ended up in one of the double beds that was, I think, made out of cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't get to test the beds beforehand? Nope. Just like, this is our bed. Pull the Goldilocks. And Miles was going to be in that room with us. It was me. In the single bed. In the single bed. It was me, Aaron, Lawrence, and his girlfriend, Stephanie. Okay. And it was going to be Miles in there. But he decided to take his mattress up to where Blaine was. Blaine was sleeping in a closet that was bigger than our room. That's all he needs. Yeah. It's good. And so they shared the space up there, and we were left, all four of us, in the basement. So, moral of the story is we couldn't bone. <laughs> you could. You could. How? You absolutely could. You just do it like on the sly. Just go, sup. And then you have sex very quietly, which I have done before. I've always, in college, I had sex with my girlfriend. We were on a trip when, uh, like, a, it was like a university function. And I had sex with her, and there was another one of our friends was sleeping in the next bed. And I've always wanted to ask her all these years later, you were awake, weren't you? You, you could tell. Like, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure she could. I, I've fooled around in a bed where there was other people in the same room. They know. They, they always oh, know. Yeah. yeah. yeah you think you're being know. quiet and sly, but you're not. Yeah. There's no possible way to do that. Because everyone hears something. It's like you, a, you, you're never as quiet as you think you are. You know, you're never quite as quiet. I'm, I don't know. Maybe some people are heavy sleepers. I'm a heavy sleeper. See, th- no, that's a secret. You get stuck in a bed in the sleeping arrangement you don't want. Just <laughs> adopt the strategy that Gus and I have, which is snore like a motherfucker. Then nobody yep. will be in your room the Man, next night. My, I'm still using that SnoreLab app. <laughs> I fucking, I peaked it. Was it last night or the What's night before? What's SnoreLab? It's a thing that I found that you put it on your iPhone, you put it in, on your nightstand or in the bed with you, and when it hears you snoring, it kicks on and records it. So we have recordings of Gus's snoring. Oh, wow. Like, so, like, this is. Oh, and Tuesday. it charts it for the day. You can see, like, I was up in the epic. Yeah, it does. What, so, what he's showing is he's showing a chart that. <laughs> Get the speakers up there, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> see? That's 2.20 in the morning. Oh, poor Esther. Lawrence and Steph are fucking. They're out the door the next day. They're like, we're going to sleep next to this. Well, stuff. I don't want to out anybody, but. One person in that couple snored. Oh, really? Very loud, yeah. Really? Yeah. And so you're sleeping in a room with somebody else who's snoring? Yep. And we're also in the same room as where the washer and dryer were, and everyone was doing their laundry that whole week. Fuck me. So while we were trying to sleep, we had snoring, we were sleeping on a piece of cardboard, and we had the dryer going. making. How was everyone doing laundry? They didn't take enough clothes? I I guess not. No, let me tell you something. The holy grail of any international trip, because usually when you travel internationally, you end up being gone for like... A week or two at least. Yeah. If you can find a washing machine oh, like yeah. halfway through your trip on an international trip, it's the greatest thing ever. I think it's also the idea of not having to take dirty clothes home mm. with you. I don't know what that. So, what's that about? I just well, it just stinks up everything in your luggage. Yeah. When when I was down there, um, Esther and I, we we also went to New Zealand. We bought forty four pounds worth of chocolate that we brought back. Do you we, have to like? We had a that? suitcase that was just filled so with chocolate. So you brought an empty suitcase for that. Uh, no, we took a big suitcase that we really didn't need. Like, I took a big suitcase. She took, like, a small a small one. Then when we were ready to come back, we just emptied all stuff out of the small, like, the carry-on uh-huh. into the big one and then just used the smaller one for chocolate. And you were still under the weight limit, I guess. Uh, yeah. They made, they, they actually, when I got to the airport to come back, they made me weigh the, the carry-on. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was, like, 20 kilograms. And the woman goes, have you already checked in? I go, uh-oh, yeah. She goes, what airline are you flying? I go, United? She goes, oh, okay, you can go ahead. You're fine. I, I guess like if it was Air New Zealand, like I would have had to have, oh, they have like, checked it or like I would have had to pay more for it. That's a heavy bag, but, dude. So, you know, I, I have a bit of a travel question for you. You know, you've got like your big suitcase that you check and then the smaller one that you can take on the plane, right? Right. You get two carry-ons, like normally a personal item and then the other one, the kind that has the wheels and that you can pick the handle up on. Yeah. What do you call that? I call it a carry-on bag. A car- what, do, you, do you have any other names for it? 
I literally call it my carry-on. I it's just, a yeah, rolling bag. Carry-on. Have you ever heard it referred to as a rollerboard? Never heard it as a rollerboard. I've ever. seen that being referred to a rollerboard like in airports. Okay. Or like by a flight attendant. Yeah, I, I always I, what I learned. What Esther ta- told me this the other day. It's actually not rollerboard. It's rollerboard. I would roll think. aboard. Right. It's a suitcase you roll aboard the plane. Even when you said it, I immediately was like, "Isn't it sounds like someone's messing up the title for that thing?" Yeah, I, I always thought I always said rollerboard. Now I feel like a complete fucking idiot. No, you should. It's yeah. a roll aboard. <laughs> until it totally makes sense. Now I could only call it a rollerboard right. of you. <laughs> it's gonna be all your fault. Um, so you guys also went to New Zealand, right? Right. By the way, I want to say, want to say something about the check bag real quick, though. We always give people advice on travel because yeah. we travel a lot, Barb. You have to check a bag when you travel internationally. You almost always have to. Yeah. So one of the things I have is global entry. Global entry is kind of a waste if you check a bag. Honestly, it is. Why? Because you don't have to talk to a customs agent. It costs 100 bucks to get it. you got to go through an interview process. But you, like, Ashley doesn't have it, but I have it. So I was like, I want to try this, see how fast it is. It's super fast, and then I get to the luggage carousel to wait, mm, yeah. like, way before anybody else. And you have to yeah, still go through least, that security. At least you're not in that line. Like, that's the thing I don't like. Like, when that line's line? really crowded... And you're sitting there with people who are stinky because they've been on a plane for 17 hours? Yes. You're, you're circumventing that part. I don't think you know about the stink, though, at that point. Like, you're acclimated yeah, to you're the part stink. of the stink. part of you. When I, when I came back in from my trip, I did global entry and uh, walked up to the machine. Like, it was really crowded. Like, all the machines were in use. So I had to wait. There was a small line. Like, three people in line. Walked up to the machine. They, like, the way it works is you, like, put your passport in. It takes it in. It scans it. You scan your fingerprints. Fingerprints. Uh, yes, answer some questions. So I go to put my passport in. There's, oh, there's still a passport in there. Get out of here. And I look, and it's like the guy had just walked away, and he's like like walking past the, you know, the customs agent. And I pull it out, and I run to the agent. I'm like, hey, 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 that, that guy, he left his passport. The agent looks at me. This is in the U.S. The agent looks at me and goes, he'll be back. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, he's right there. What a piece of shit. Probably he might not be, though, because he's not going to need it if he's a U.S. Or citizen. Or he won't remember where he left it. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's a dumb mistake. What an asshole. Yeah, and it's like you're at that point where, like, I haven't done global entry. Like, I cannot cross that line. Yeah. Like, I, I would get in trouble if I do anything. I, like, so t- I just had to hand it to that. I agent. totally get it, though, because I kind of leave stuff behind a lot. But nothing do I leave something behind as frequently as in a scanner. Like, if I make a copy of something or a, do a scan in a flatbed scanner, I'm like, Oh, for 200 on remembering to take the thing out of the scanner. Yeah, but with the passport scanner, you hold it in there. It's true. I don't know how you would do that. Also, I think I do a passport check once every three minutes when I'm traveling. I do, too. We, we, Ashley and I did that in The Amazing Race. Amazing you were, were going to say something, though, before I added on to Gus's story. Though. Oh, for New Zealand. Yeah. So, New Zealand is very strict about their, like, biohazard stuff. When you come in, you can't have any food, like, nothing when you come into that country. That's where they have the RTA dogs that find food yeah. that yeah. are just basically dogs. Um, so Aaron actually traveled to New Zealand from Austin and he was meeting all of us there. We traveled from Sydney. He didn't know any of the information about where he was going. Right. So on his customs card, he didn't put an address. He just put Airbnb. And apparently that was cause for concern because he got pulled into, I think, about two and a half hours of security. Get out of here. And they started Googling him. And they were like, uh, Mr. Marquis, why is it that your IMDb page says you're 43, but your passport says you're 29? And he had to like try to explain that it was wrong. And <laughs> the like, audience is stupid. <laughs> they like <laughs> him. And he was because of that, he was stuck in security for like two and a half Holy hours. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of gave me like a little bit of a hard time. Like when I was going into New Zealand, they were like, only here for five days. Why are you here for such a short period of time? I was like, Well, the fuck what? is it their business? Uh it was like, well, I was already in Australia. I was like, I figured I'd just hop over. And they're like, all right, we'll let you in this time. Like, what did you put as your occupation? 
filmmaker. That's why. Yeah. Because they assume you're here to do a shoot and then leave. Which is a huge, it's a huge industry. I never know what to put on that occupation thing. That also might be why Aaron got What should I put? Ashley puts producer, which I think I might start doing as well. Isn't that also like a film thing? No, it totally is. I mean, you know, just put your occupation. I never know, like, if I'm going to RTX Sydney, is that a business trip or is it... And they have a specific thing for convention on the Australia card. Oh, yeah. So So I always put that. I check that. I always put holiday. You have to, we're talking about when you land in a country, they give you this sheet of paper you have to fill out. Uh, Gavin and I had an RT life where I was trying to film mine out in Japan, and I actually grabbed a thermometer <laughs> from the quarantine section. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a right. pen on a chain. Ugh. So, yeah, one of the best things you can do on an international trip, too, is have a pen. Just I keep a pen in my backpack all the time, specifically yeah. for that reason. Because it's, you feel like a kid in school again, where you don't have to be like, can I borrow your can pen? Can I have a pen? <laughs> People always ask to borrow my pen on the fucking plane. So, I promise we won't talk about travel the entire time, but Gus, how pissed were you now that you have to carry two sets of headphones? When you go on a plane, you have to have your Bluetooth headphones. No. What? I've talked about this before. I have my Bose headphones that have a, a Bluetooth adapter that I can put them in, or I can put in the, the 3.5 millimeter. Oh, that's pretty cool. So I, I go uh, either way, one set of headphones, and I can either use my phone or the in flight entertainment. Yeah, but those are like those aren't earbuds. Those are like massive fucking headphones. Yeah, because I don't like earbuds. I like the over ear. I like the over ear too. Yeah. Especially well, like for too, planes. Like, but for travel, it sucks carrying that thing around. It's not that bad. Uh, it's not that bad. Yeah, it feels bad. Yeah, so okay. Gavin's literally not going to show up for the podcast. Where, I mean, have you messaged him? I did. Has he responded? Nope. Does someone want to go check a Chima Hunter? The way it normally works to, 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 to pull the veil back is normally I forget to program the podcast until like Saturday. And then I send out a group text message to everyone asking if they want to be on it. And Gavin was the first to reply. He immediately replied saying, yeah, I can do a podcast. But where Apparently is he today? Not. And uh, Bernie replied with a drawing that says, yes, fuck you. And it's got like <laughs> a little uh, <laughs> frowny face. And then Bob replied, yeah. My, one of my favorite things in the world to do is now use that handwriting message thing on the iPhone because nobody else uses it. And it's, I just love to like write little messages. I love people. writing inappropriate things that you could never ever share with anybody. Yeah. So yeah, you did that also in that <laughs> message. <laughs> I skipped over that part. There's a big YouTube scandal going on right now, which we should, we'll come back to later. But it was about somebody's DMs got released from a famous YouTuber. Oh, fuck. Their and Twitter DMs? Let's just say... Yes, that their DMs were a little bit off-brand for this particular YouTube star. But I've always said that if people like delete your browser history, if you you know you die somewhere, it's like delete my browser history. Mine is erase my DMs with Barbara because if any if, <laughs> if that ever leaks, we send the most crass messages to each other. It's yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. I'm going to hell probably. Probably. If I believed in it, which I, should, I don't. I should post the one about that I post. Like, and it's just random bullshit, too. I also send you a lot of like very unflattering photos. Yes, you do. That I would never want anywhere on the internet, even though there's a lot of those on the internet already of me. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm not going to do any good. <laughs> there's one right there. I would share that one. Do you want to show it? You could, yeah. All right, can we zoom in on that? <laughs> Give someone a little taste. <laughs> That's the, let me make sure I'm not showing anything weird here. Okay. That's... uh. Zoom in. It's basically just the most unattractive photos possible. They're pulling it out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. But uh, there's like a random conversation is me messaging her randomly on Saturday night at 9 p.m. I say, you'll never guess what I just found. Uh-huh. And she goes, what did you find? And then I just sent her a picture of Waldo. And I said, have a great weekend, cocksucker. <laughs> she goes... You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. We, we just have the dumbest, we have the, I have the dumbest DM chain with Barbara, <laughs> or instant message chain, so I just hope somebody deletes that if anything goes wrong. But uh, I'll do I, it. we gotta talk, this is not necessarily travel, 
Oh, I, 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 I was going to bring this up. We got to talk about the United Airlines pilot who lost oh, her fucking God. mind. <laughs> <She just> Allegedly. <laughs> something, something was going on. Like, she has personal problems or some, something was happening in her life. She was going through a divorce. Yeah, that... Among other things. That, yeah, there had to have been something else that Caused by Donald Trump and edge. Hillary Clinton, according to her. Yeah, apparently she came on the plane in civilian clothes, <laughs> asked or, or said that she didn't vote for Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton... Yeah, because they're both liars. And then made people take a vote on whether or not she should put on her uniform. And informed them all she was getting a divorce as well. And informed them yeah. that she was getting a divorce. They, they, they did not let her fly the plane. I, I think I would, be in, <laughs> I would instantly be getting off that plane. It, there was one line in the article that you sent me. The, I sent it to you, I think, Sunday, just when it, when it yeah. happened. I, I sent it to you going, yikes, is all I wrote on Twitter. And then there was clarification later. You sent me an article that went into great detail over what happened. And there was one line in that entire article, which was uh, United sent an apology letter even though many passengers had left the plane out of concern for their safety. Why even though? I, I don't know. It, it's along those lines of like, Shouldn't you know, they be apologizing, especially if people left the plane? I guess so. Or they made like an announcement on the plane that they were sorry about, it, even though the, I just like the idea that like so many people were like, I'm out of here. I am not. Smart people. I am not getting on this plane. I'm not flying away. She would absolutely crashed that plane. Her co-pilot was thinking like, Fuck. You know what her co-pilot was probably thinking was, thank God, because that co-pilot probably flies with her all the time, and that's <laughs> not like, uh, hey, I'm going to walk into work today, I'm going to try something crazy. That is like, she's probably going through this steady descent that led to that point. Is that a plane and, and the co-pilot's like, look, somebody's got to talk to this lady, you know, it's, it's oh, look who's <laughs> wow. running in. 20 I hear the pitter-patter of British feet. Everybody, welcome to the podcast, Mr. Gavin Free. Hey. Oh yeah, it's a five now. <laughs> so so fix your calendar. Oh, let's play again. Fix your calendar. <laughs> I send it to you every week. Woo. What's up, Gab? That's Woo. the other part. After I text message everyone and they confirm, I send them a calendar invite. Could you, so it shows up on everyone's calendar. Could you recreate what you just did in Achievement Hunter when you realized it was the podcast? Well, it's been recorded. I was in the middle of a let's play and then I got up, bolted. Now I'm here. So is there going to be a let's play that comes <clears> out where you just get up and run out in the middle yeah. of it? What can you say what the game is? Hitman. Hitman. Oh. You left you left a Hitman? Let's play. I feel honored. Well, I'm not going to finish up, am I? I'm late. Oh, it's so nice. Okay, Barbara, would you mind handing me one of those uh fireman beers? You think fireman? yeah, so like the the, the co-pilot are gone. The now. co-pilot is like he's he's glad he or she is glad that they are not the one who has to be stuck for four hours listening to this. Right. In the cockpit. Right. Like, I mean, they tend to fly together, right? In teams. Uh, I don't think so. No? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess I was assuming too much about airline pilots. I feel like, though, the, the crews always stick together, though. Like, the flight attendants tend to work together often. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, it. like, Cindy's in the, the pilot's lounge, and in comes Bill. She's like, hey, what'd you fly with today? He's like, I flew with Nancy. That and Cindy's great. like, oh shit, I flew with Nancy last <laughs> week. Is she still doing that thing about Trump? Still getting uh, that divorce? Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> still like, wearing her clothes? She had to, the, like, the whole time we're approached, she's like, I'm going to get on the intercom. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm like, the people are going to support me. They're going to say I can fly the plane in civilian clothes. What would happen if you got on a plane and you look in the cockpit and the pilot's just like wearing whatever, like a, like a graphic t-shirt, like, hey, what's up? Like, <laughs> like you suddenly lose all faith in the system. Where? Like, once that uniform's gone. Everything is broken down. It was down. Austin to where? San Francisco. San Francisco. So that's like a five, four, 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 four. I don't know why you wouldn't want to wear that though, because everyone's always like, "Oh, it's the pilot." <laughs> well, she's it's like a nice costume she's to wear. Clearly having a mental breakdown. Yeah. Occasionally in <clears throat> management, it's one of the hardest things you have to do. You have to let somebody go because they're not a good fit for the team. Is that that does happen. It's a regular hint? thing. No, it's not a hint at anything. 
Nine times out of ten, when you inform the rest of the team that you let, had to let somebody go, nine times out of ten, the response is, okay. <laughs> like, they know, because <laughs> they work with that person all the time. Yeah. Very rarely, it's like, hey, so-and-so was like, oh, like, what? <laughs> How did that happen? Usually the rest of the team is like, thank fucking God. Has that ever happened here? Like a shock firing? Uh, I don't think so. I, a shock firing. firing. Like a firing where it was like, <gasps> I mean, I mean if, if it had happened, we wouldn't really be able to talk about it anyway. Yeah. That's true. That's one of the things that does come up. It's, it's actually a good opportunity to talk about it because we're not talking about it during a specific conversation about somebody who used to work here. But what happens is when discussions do come up about somebody who no longer works at the company, and this is any company, not just Rooster Teeth, but especially for Rooster Teeth because there's a big megaphone that that other person doesn't have. You will never hear the company say anything about the person who left or why they left or anything like that, because it's just, it's not something that's done in business, and I think especially in entertainment, because it's like you're broadcasting, it's like, oh, this person can't do X, or they're lousy fit for this, you know? You just, you won't see that, and I don't think we've ever done that anywhere, but sometimes we get accused of, like, trying to sweep something under the rug, it's like, no, we're just, we just being professional, yeah. and we yeah, don't do that. just don't that. announce that. Yeah. It's like, can you imagine if it would seem like <clears throat> the whole company was against somebody else? It would just, it would Make be Make everyone horrible. look bad. You know, and, and it's on some objective level, you have to realize it's kind of not fair. You know yeah. what I mean? So a lot of times, you know, people will – guess what? Most people who used to work somewhere don't like that place when they no longer work or there. Or the people involved with that place. Yeah. I mean, how many talk to your friends about jobs they used to have and how many go, oh, I loved working there. It was great. That's <laughs> Do you why think I left. when you get fired that you'll have good memories of this place? Nah. <laughs> why would I get fired? Why do you think I'd get fired? Uh, what could you get fired uh, for? Uh, a drug overdose. What if you drug uh, overdose. That's, that's child porn? What uh, if we got child porn? What if we got like an intercom tannoy system, and you just kept talking over it all the time to like announcing? What it if to you the showed room? up and said you're taking a vote on whether or not you should wear your normal clothes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or a pilot's <laughs> uniform. <laughs> you're like, why the fuck do you have a pilot's uniform? I would get away with that, dude. Okay. I would get away with so that. We, we got to come up with something that you wouldn't get away with. Physically assaulting a, an, uh, another employee. Cam girl releasing my DMs. <laughs> Get to that in a minute. Uh, I, you know what, what I have to say? What about spitting on someone and then headbutting them? Probably that would do it. Nah, you'd still get away with that. Spitting and headbutting? I spit on you at RTX. <laughs> Gavin came up when I was vlogging and he showed me his gimbal where it has a little I GoPro. So cool. And he walked up to me, he's like, look, look, look at this. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like a, a good reaction. Did you hit the yeah. GoPro or him? I was just trying to hit. Yeah, I was just trying to maintain dominance. It I think it's like a primal thing. I don't think you've spit a lot because it was a bit of a mist. Yeah, it wasn't, like, was, a, it wasn't like a slug. You know? It was a theater spit. It wasn't meant to be effective. Yeah, like, that GoPro like, thing was cool. Yeah, I like it. It's yep. like when you uh, spit on Jeff and shoved him in that Halo video. <laughs> oh, and he like I, drags the arcade machine over. I didn't tell him I was gonna do that. Yeah, I remember that. I was there. <laughs> well, he I was standing right behind the camera. He didn't look like he was <laughs> expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a one take. That was a one take that was stunt. That's at the Butte office, right? It was. Yeah. That's such a great video. Stupid arcade machine. Well, though you have no beard in it, and it's kind of weird. It's a little weird. I saw the video of us uh, at that talk show at PAX. They just <laughs> recently posted it on Reddit. I think uh, Dominic posted it. It was us with a talk show host was totally unprepared to speak to <laughs> Gus us. Gus and Fred. <laughs> and we were not having it. We were just, oh we weren't having God. it. Wait, was it you two and Jeff yeah. on that? But I think I weighed like 260 in that video, I think. Wow. But my, my, it might not have been my heaviest. My heaviest was when we did the beard short with me and you. Mm -hmm. And I had to shave for that. And that's when I was like, oh, I should probably lose some weight. Do you yeah. think you would ever do like a, a Mac thing from Always Sunny? Just like get fat on purpose for 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 fun. For I can gain role. and lose weight pretty fast. I can. I can. 
And like my ideal weight is below what my body wants to weigh. My body wants to weigh 230. That's what my body Do you think you could weigh 350? What'd you weigh at your thinnest? Man. Uh, so I got, I got what I consider to be too thin. Yeah. When I did, it was actually for Joe Nicolosi. The, the guy cat who thing, did, right? The, yes, the cat video ones when I played Steve Jobs for Kitty Wood Studios. Then I saw that video. I was like, oh, I've lost too much weight. I'm too skinny. So then that's when I started lifting weights, which I wish I knew more about fitness before that because trying to add muscle at 40 is way harder than adding muscle in your 20s. And yeah. it's real easy to lose it. You just cut your calories and you drop fat and you drop muscle as well. But honestly, if you're a fat guy walking around, you build muscle just hauling your, big, ass around. your, your own body. butt around. <laughs> yeah. And so if you can find a way to lose weight, lose fat without losing too much muscle, you can actually do really well. I just didn't know. Did you ever get wheezy? From being fat? Yeah. Yeah. You ever <laughs> just like... <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of times where I was like, I think the, 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 the really the wake-up call for me was when I physically had trouble, like, tying one of my shoes. Like, reaching your shoe? Yeah, like it was, it <laughs> felt suddenly out of reach. Like, there were parts of my body blocking other parts. Oh, no. And I was like, I had kind of, like, leaned to one side. I thought you were going to say that the moment you realized it was when you couldn't see your dick anymore. No, I don't think, I never he had that. See, yeah, he hasn't seen his dick since he was, like, 10. No, I've seen, no one else has seen it. That's the problem. <laughs> I, I see it all the fucking time. I'm like, get to work, buddy. Let's do something. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. I've been here five years. You have been. Mm. Happy I moved exactly five years ago today. And who would have thought I would celebrate it by being late for the first time to the yeah. podcast? Look at that. So I have that picture of you guys that I love so much. Even though it's a terrible photo. It's like all in red. Well, it's in, it's home, in home slice. slice, yeah. But aren't you guys there on the same day? Or you were already here by that point. I've, I was here already for two months when we took that photo. She picked me up from the airport. Yeah. It was my first time driving to the airport. And I don't know why it was me who decided to go pick him up. But I got lost about <laughs> three times trying to get to the airport. And well, I'm I, glad you, you, you weren't late. I, yeah, I wasn't. I showed up very early. And I parked and I came into the terminal like a, like a good friend. And then now we work here. We do. I actually I have a little gift <coughs> for Gavin. Um, in, in light of his five-year anniversary. Just want to say, happy anniversary. Is it wet? Sorry, I dripped some of this on it. <laughs> Is it wet bread in a t-shirt? No. There's nothing Is in it. Is it just, it's a, just shirt? a shirt? Oh, you gave me a, sh a roost t-shirt? Yeah. I can get these for free. It's a special you one, You just though. got another one for free. What is it? Some people hate grape juice. <laughs> oh, that shirt came in. <laughs> <laughs> a new addition to the grape line that recently <laughs> the grape trilogy. The grape quadrilogy is finally complete. We are uh we we, we just need to find more. It's like, getting out of hand. Look at this. <laughs> it's getting so long. We're running out of stuff to fit on it. You should uh, you gotta show them uh, the Valentine I gave you too. Oh yeah. They always get oh, comments though. I Whenever it? I wear any of the grape shirts, any of the selection. Yeah. Always, like, people are always like, yeah, good point, man. It's like, I wasn't asking you, but thanks. Two Jordan of our community it, I just gave it to I you, Barbara. I lost it. Is I this? clearly don't care. No, that's no. one I gave Two you. of our community members met because when they went to college orientation, they were both wearing a People Like Grape shirt. And that's how they met each other. I love that. I love that kind of stuff. That's, yeah, that's cool. So in the vlog this week, uh, I put a little bit of a sampling of what it's like to be at Arctic Sydney as, an Ar Ar as a Rooster Teeth employee. Did you guys get a chance? Anybody get a chance to see it? Yep. Oh, yeah. Fuck no. The one thing that people all reacted to was the walk down the hallway where I stop, by their estimates, every three feet to take a selfie. That is like... I wish it was every three feet. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's, it's, it's literally, that's the Guardians walking <clears throat> me through, and there's people waiting as we pass the Guardians, and I'm, as long as I take a couple steps between each photo, 
then the Guardians don't get too upset with me. But I could, anybody at the company could literally stop, and if they stop, they could be in that spot for probably eight hours. Oh, yeah, hours. That's the whole what's day. kind of a shame day. about it is that there are going to be people who get to you, and there are going to be people who you have to say no to. Or you just have to keep moving. Well, I felt well, terrible. I, 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 otherwise, it's like that's why I have the coins. I like the strategy you talk about, where it's like as long as you t- keep moving, right? Like, yeah. Every, Walk every, with me. Every photo yeah. or everything, just like hopefully, steps, steps, steps. Hopefully, people understand that it's like if I stop for everyone here, I that I will be here all day, and I won't be able to make it. Because people will keep seeing. As much out. as I want to, you know, get everyone. It's, yeah, and I try it's to physically stop impossible as much as I can. Yeah. Like the guardians hate me for that. It's like I'll always stop. Uh, me like, too. I'll be like, I know we've got a little bit of time. We've got a little bit of time. We'll get through this. We'll I actually this. had very little free time between anything at Sydney, so I was literally just always on a mission. So I just I had to say I can't stop. I'm sorry. Keep keep going. And I thought, I, it's a job the Guardians have that I yeah. think is underappreciated, where they kind of in a lot of ways have to be the bad guy sometimes. <laughs> where especially the, everybody around me, because I'm just like, sure, I'll stop and talk to whoever, but I rely on the Guardians to tell me you gotta get to this panel. There's four thousand people waiting for you to panel, yeah. and they gotta keep me moving. So I really do appreciate the fact that a lot of times they kind of have to be. You know the adult in the situation. I was actually late for this because I was just signing and taking stuff. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I was just like the, rest of the podcast can wait. I felt really bad because it was. I think it was after the Ruby panel. Um, you know, when you get off the stage and are trying to go back, people always like will approach the front of the stage to try to get a photo or, or an autograph. So there was one woman who came up and she had like a baby, and she's like, "I've been trying to meet you all weekend, but like I have a baby, so it's been hard for me to get around." And I had to be like, I can't because as she's like, I'm stopping to talk to her. I see just this wall of people approach me and I'm like, I have to go. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. so sorry. But I knew that if I stopped to chat with her, I would just be. And the Guardians are trying to clear the theater. Yeah. And yeah, you'd be yeah. there for probably 40 minutes while they're like, we're supposed to have everyone out of the theater. Yeah. Like another was top. panel starting. I had a great time out here. Yeah. It was awesome. It was really cool. I cut it from the vlog, <clears throat> but I, I did. There's, there's some parts of the vlog where I just talk directly to the camera, you know, and not just like. Like, like a sit down thing, more like a, more like what Phil DeFranco does, where it just like talk directly to the audience. Uh, in the way out to RTX, I was talking about the Donald Trump thing, where now that Donald Trump is president, people in other countries will constantly ask us about Donald Trump. Yeah, I, I got it mostly from like Uber drivers this time because they want to talk to you about something, so they just talk to you about the current political situation in the U.S. But one of the things I cut from this vlog was. People do ask us from time to time, it's like, what's it like to be famous? And we're we're not famous. Like, Gavin, you probably have the highest profile of any of us. But even still, like, a normal day in Austin isn't bad at all. It's We, we are internet <clears throat> famous, which is a totally different thing. But it, I get recognized probably once every other day and stopped. And the people who stop me are very enthusiastic and really awesome. But RTX is, I think, that's an immersive experience of what it's like to actually be a famous person where everyone in that radius knows who you are. Like, chances are, like, 99% of the people, Gus, you walk down the hallway, are going to know, oh, that's Gus. Right. And they'll, they'll want to have an interaction and stop and talk to you. Yeah, and aside like, from security, I guess. I don't know how people deal with the that. The difference is, though, at RTX, these people are looking for us. And in, like, a regular True. day-to-day situation, like, oh, I'm not looking for Angelina Jolie today, but, oh, maybe, like, there she is, but I don't want to bother her. But here, it's, it's people know that they're there to see Rooster Teeth. And, and they know else. where that's to see them, too. But, like, when yeah. Brad Pitt goes out for coffee, it's like, can he even do that? You know what I mean? Is that like... You gotta put on like a, a, a cap and sunglasses. Yeah. Incognito. Yeah, it just seems like... It seems like it would be impossible to navigate just the normal world. I think the trick is to, just to be no- an actual famous person. Just don't look rich. <laughs> really? Yeah, like if Brad Pitt was just wearing a crappy sweatsuit and a hat, I wouldn't look at him. All right. I wouldn't notice him probably. So let them listen an, to you, Brad Pitt. If he was wearing a nice gray suit or something with a smart little tie, I'd be like, oof, that guy's rich. Oh, it's Brad Pitt. 
Yeah, I would see photos of him like biking down the road in the French Quarter in New Orleans. And it's like, <laughs> how's he getting away with that? Just like <laughs> he's on a bike. People can't catch him. Like a Schwinn, <laughs> like just pedaling away. It's the ultimate uh, vehicle for escaping the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. I heard World War Z Part Two got axed. They were making a Part Two. Oh I was yeah, say they're making Part. I it, feel like dude, that movie ended on a pretty ending way. There was a dark ending to that movie, where they cut Matthew Fox's character from the movie altogether. Mm. Matthew Fox from Lost. He's on the helicopter. I'm going to spoil a movie probably that's like four years old. At this oh, point. I think you told me about this. That Matthew Fox's character is a military guy. He's on the helicopter that picks him off the roof at the beginning. Uh-huh. Remember when Brad Pitt, have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, when Brad Pitt's standing on the edge of the roof counting down, and that's how they show you how the infection works, and he doesn't get infected, so he gets on the helicopter and all the zombies. Instead like, of killing himself. Yeah, instead of jumping off the roof. And uh, Matthew Fox's character is, is on that, that helicopter. He's still there. You can see him. Uh, he's a military guy. But then later in the movie when he gets separated from his wife, his wife ends up in like this like uh, abusive relationship with Matthew Fox because she thinks Brad Pitt is dead, and then like she has to kind of like she attaches herself to a guy who's like gonna protect her, you know, in the apocalypse, oh, and it's like this horrible relationship, and then they have to like reconnect later. I re- I read this in like a alternate thing. I don't think I saw any of those scenes, hmm. but it's like a really fucking dark, That's so dark. <laughs> take on like you know. It's the realistic apocalypse. though. I don't think it is realistic. Yeah. <clears throat> also, it might be too much like. Uh, uh, 28 days later, like the mm. last bit there with the military is kind of in that same thing, you know? Let me uh, read this thing here. I will let you read it. I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. For less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Choose from a variety of new recipes each week, or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. Blue Apron's freshest guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has several delivery options so you can choose what fits your needs. And there's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Thank you, Blue Apron, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast and for sending me delicious food. Rooster Teeth just put up that tweet. Oh, did they? Yeah. Good. What's that the picture? Oh, it's amazing. Uh, everyone should go look at the Rooster Teeth <laughs> Twitter, Twitter account right, right now. now. The tweet that was made Monday, February 13th <laughs> at 8, 5.35 p.m. Oh, it, my God. It's Central Time. It happened this morning. I retweeted it, We, we too. took oh, that photo yeah. this morning, and it was, I think, the greatest. There it is. <laughs> she <laughs> so is. So awesome. So if anyone doesn't know, Beyonce posted a picture just like this on her Instagram. And uh, as of today, it's the most liked photo of all time on Instagram. I think it has 10 million likes. 10 million likes. Yeah. And so Lindsay came to us with the idea of wanting to recreate this photo. So uh, you, when we were in in Sydney, you did, um, this is related to this. Okay. You did a, <laughs> you did a morning show appearance. Yeah. And um, before you went on, I, I know like normally when you're there in a studio, before you get on TV, you don't hear necessarily what the hosts are talking about. You don't know what's going on. But they were talking about that Beyonce photo. And they were, at the time, they were like, it's the most liked, you know, photo on Instagram. It's got, I think at the time it was like 6 million likes or something. And then you came out and then they showed the water m- balloon video. And then you said like how many views it had. And I was like, oh, I wish he had said we're more popular than Beyonce because your, your video had more views than... Her photo had likes. Damn it. I was like, you absolutely, <laughs> if you had heard them, I'm sure you would have said yeah, something I really similar. Did. I was in the green room and then I just wheeled yeah, straight out. You don't know. It's like, the, you should have said we're more popular than Beyonce. I was, I was like screaming at my TV in the hotel room. 
most green rooms I've been in, you can see the sc a screen with the show on as you're waiting, but this, this green room had nothing. It had, oh, a, yeah, had Vegemite on toast. Didn't you say you... you, you, you did what do you mean? Vegemite? Vegemite's no. great. Oh, I forgot to get Vegemite when I was in Australia. You can oh, buy it no, here. if only if it was in all the stores here is as well. Is <laughs> yeah, it? Wait, is it? Buy it literally buy it anywhere. anywhere. Where? It's, an imp it's in the import section. It says that, like look, at, look who's acting incredulous over there. The guy who bought 44 pounds of chocolate. The chocolate you can't buy in the U.S. Did you buy Whitaker's? Yes. Okay. You so like fuck chocolate? you. So don't say fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, because I bought something you, you can't get here. Let me tell you something. The guy over there who bought things you can't buy in the I US. Bet, you're acting yeah. incredulous. About I bet it. he could buy some here. I bet I get some fucking Whitaker. Probably Amazon it. That's you now your quest between this week and next. You Are you can, ready for this? You can Amazon it, but it's like twenty dollars shipping. That's worth it. As opposed <laughs> to paying eighty dollars for a, a forty pound bag that you've got. I didn't buy a forty pound bag. I bought forty pounds of chocolate. Yeah, but you had to pay for the over. You're lucky because you got away with it, but you would have had to pay the overages. It was a carry on. There's no overages. Oh, okay, that's fair. Fuck you. So your carry get, on, hey you. Your carry get on was fucked. loaded with chocolate. Yeah, it was your just chocolate. Your carry on was forty. <laughs> Here's what you're gonna regret being mean to me because let me tell you something. I was in New Zealand. I had to go over there for one of the coolest days of my entire life. By the way, yeah. that you can't talk about. I, I can't talk Ever. about. <laughs> but I had to I, go uh, there. So lame. The um. <laughs> it's like awesome and like lame. Like, didn't is it weird, Barbara, that I feel like it didn't even happen if I can't talk oh about it? God. I mean, based off what we do for a living, yes, absolutely. Sucks balls. Yeah. Anyway, so I was over there. I didn't know you were in New Zealand, Gus. <laughs> I, you didn't tell anybody. No. You didn't go with any of them? No. So listen to me. <laughs> I was in a store. I saw Whitaker's chocolate, and I bought some for you to bring home. Did, oh, where is it? You. Now do you it. feel bad? <laughs> 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 it was delicious. It's so good. What kind did you get? I just got like dark chocolate. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's what I like, dark chocolate. So. Yeah. yeah, we bought a, a big variety of them. Uh, also, while I was down there, I was um, at the airport, at, in the Auckland airport, you know, getting ready to leave, and there was a McDonald's there, and I was walking by, and I looked at the menu. You know, they had the television screen menus. I looked at the menu, and they had something on the menu called a Georgie pie. And I was like, I don't know what that is. I have to order one. A Georgie right. pie. Is it like Georgie a meat pie? pie. Yeah, I was like, I want that, Georgie pie. And she goes, do you want um, you know, steak, mince, and cheese, or do you want, um, what was the other one, egg and bacon? I was like, fuck the egg and bacon. Yeah, I was like, steak, mince, and cheese. It's like, all right. And I like, pulled it out. Steak and, and mince. Yeah, it was like three bucks or something. Mm. It was one of the most delicious things I've ever had. I guess Georgie pie used to be a chain of like uh, uh. meat pie restaurants in New Zealand that McDonald's acquired, put them out of business, and then now they like <laughs> resurrected the Georgie pie. And you can buy it like only in New and Zealand McDonald's. And it's called McDonald's. a Georgie pie. It's called a Georgie pie. Why would McDonald's buy them out just to just to shut them down, just to get rid of? I think they wanted the locations or something, uh, okay. or they wanted the Georgie pies. Yeah, and it was fucking awesome. And I know I've had meat pies before, and people say, "Oh, go to a bakery." Yeah, I know that those are good, but it's like it's at a McDonald's. Yeah, you can get like anywhere. The in The bar New Zealand. is very low. Right. <laughs> it's like it was. It was surprising, and it was only like three bucks. I had one of the best meals of my life at a McDonald's in Sydney. Was that <laughs> after the hot tub? You drunk went to McDonald's. Yeah. So <laughs> the last night in Sydney, all of us were exhausted. And Miles and Carrie come up with the idea of, hey, tonight, let's just go in the hot tub and then go get McDonald's for dinner. Which, you looked down upon me for that. I was sitting in the lobby waiting for people. We were just laughing. It was like... And Gus and Esther come down and they're like, hey, what are you up to? I was like, you guys going to dinner? And they're like, yeah, what about you? I was like, uh-huh. And you're like, where are you going? I'm like, Maccus? <laughs> No, it just sounded weird. You're like, we're all gonna get in the hot tub together and eat McDonald's. And we're like, it's like, is that some kind of weird sex thing? It was like, like some kind of swinger party. But the uh, the McDonald's in Australia, 
I don't know if it's all McDonald's there, but this one in particular had like gourmet sandwiches. Really? Including a grilled halloumi burger. What's halloumi? It's a kind of cheese. Oh, so okay. There's no meat on it. It's just cheese and some other ingredients. But so it's it was grilled cheese. <laughs> basically, so it is. <laughs> on a burger bun, but like it's like fancy. It's not melted. Did you have it? I did. <laughs> sounds, sounds like it was sounds like a slice of cheese on a bun. It Bernie, sounds like I get sick of it in one bite. Bernie, it was it was the best thing I've ever eaten at McDonald's. <laughs> really? In my Are you entire like life. Drunk off your ass? No. I was completely sober. I was just really hungry and tired and it was amazing. Me and Miles actually ordered together. We spent thirty six dollars. Really? Yeah. Wow. We That's got a fries. lot of money. We got fries. We got three Had you not different eaten types of sandwiches. All day? No, I, I ate that too. Okay. Because you know that they say hunger is the best spice. Hunger oh. is the best spice. The second best spice is sitting in a hot tub with Carrie Shawcross for a couple hours. He actually didn't end up coming. He didn't? No. What did he do? He had too much work to do and he was Oh tired. my God, that guy's got to stop working Miles so much. Miles went there. Miles went to Miles the did go. I, I went, I attended the hot tub section. I did not attend the McDonald's. Yeah. I wasn't so. invited to the hot tub section. Gus, were you invited to the hot tub section? No, I already had plans. <laughs> yeah, you know the, the night we all hung out, hung out with Dom, we hot tubbed earlier that night. What was I doing that night? We went out with friends. See, Ashley has so many friends in Sydney because you. I think there you years. were busy. Yeah, I would have invited you. I we think went off. The last time I was in a hot tub was that year at Sundance, where I got where I drank a bottle of vodka and then peed on the snowman. That was the last time you were in a hot tub. I think that was the last time I was in a hot tub. <coughs> this hot tub got really gross really fast. Gross. What do you mean? What does that mean? It was because uh, the bubbles stop, stopped going at one point, and then when <laughs> the water settled, <laughs> so it was just like a stew. <laughs> we realized Very how dirty how dirty it was. Oh. <laughs> it was that thing like where someone who was wearing too much sunscreen clearly went in yeah. and it just oiled off them, and then There's the froth in the froth is like in the greenish jets, colored. <laughs> <laughs> gross, dude. <laughs> Gross. Do you remember when Jack had that pool in his backyard and it was I green was, uh, and yeah, everybody still too. got in it anyway? Dude, yeah. that was like... That was a great pool. It was like white bubbles and then some. there'd be like a yellow-green stain in the... Bu- Go up! Like coming towards me. I got out. I was like, what do you mean a stain on the a stain on the water? <laughs> in the bubbles. Oh, like a globule? Oh. It was like someone's like <laughs> clag. Oh. Floating around. And it went on... Uh, I think it went on Blaine's arm and I had to get out. Stop it. Stop it. You guys, are, you guys are such pussies. Oh, I just come on. It was much. a gross hot tub. I have too good of an imagination. That's gross. I actually got back in the regular pool after the hot tub just to good get the scum move. off me. Yeah, because that's so much cleaner. It's cleaner than dirty <laughs> scum hot tub. It's got chlorine in it. Oh, God. Purge. <laughs> so that's the, the Georgie Pie little promotional. It oh, looks delicious. It does look really good. It's Kiwi they also, I kept seeing ads for the Big Mac down under, which was just a picture of a Big Mac upside no, down. No, no, no. It was not a Big Mac upside down. What? It was a Big Mac that they assembled the correct way, but the bun was upside down. Oh, uh-huh. so that's like, smart. Oh, there's the, the Georgie Pie thing. But, yeah, the, the Aussie Big Mac... What you just Ma- said sounds like the exact same no, thing. No, no, it's like, so it's like, the, the bun was upside down, but in those buns, the meat was on the bottom and the lettuce was on top. As so if you made me. the sandwich and then flipped it upside down, the lettuce would be on bottom. But someone okay. went to McDonald's and said that they asked for it and they didn't have it. I think it's just a promotional thing. I don't think it's an actual sandwich. Yeah, but go the extra mile. Make a make Here's, a down under. Make a, an upside down bun one. You could just go to McDonald's and say, I want a Big Mac, but put the top bun on the bottom and the bottom <laughs> on the top, and there you go. Like, go screw yourself. You <laughs> no, we're, we're out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted the Tokyo, the black cheeseburger they have. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. That thing looks fucking weird, dude. It's Why just, is it black? The bun is black. Like, it's it's black. The like, is it burnt or just the color no, of the... No, no, they put, like, uh, I don't know, it's it like barbecue sauce or, like, soy sauce or something into, like, squidding. the bread. No. Squid It might be. Fucking squidding. That's. I feel like that's a trend now, the squidding thing. I go to so many Italian places that have squidding pasta. You guys ever had that? Yeah. 
Oh, there it is. Oh, damn. <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Is that's the cheese the... black too? Yeah, yeah, it's black. I need to make the meat blacker. <laughs> the meat is kind of just brown by comparison. Yeah. You know if how you, you that, can get that? People can't go back. You know how you can get like that salami that's got pepper around the edge. <laughs> <laughs> that's a stupid joke, wasn't it? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh. That was almost as bad as your Tupperware joke. What was a Tupperware joke? Oh I didn't god! Because you were talking. <laughs> the company with the most storage. I was thinking like beta storage, like Google. Uh, or like. God, that was like that was forever ago. It's like. That was at the was that the Congress office. You ended the was, podcast because we were laughing too hard at that dumb joke. Yeah, so, that was '09. It's so weird, by the way. That, that speaking of dumb jokes, the RTA about my dumb jokes I told on the post show a while ago. Just they made an RTA of it. <clears throat> I've been telling those jokes since I was like six years old. It's so weird to see the somebody else's version of it. it also, different? the RTA crew doesn't know what the fuck a parrot is. What do they? What yeah, do they draw? It's a cockatiel. It's like they have no idea. <laughs> a cockatiel is way harder to draw than a parrot. Just draw a fucking parrot. Well, they don't have color. I guess it's got the mush on top. It's yellow in it too. Sorry, my Parrots, phone keeps going nuts. Don't have the mush. I was I doing it, the I same it. thing. I was ignoring texts just now. I was like, man, someone's texting me up a storm. Then I realized it was you texting me about the podcast. Oh, right. What an asshole. <laughs> what I want to do now is in that Hitman video we just recorded, I want to put in like a piece of text that comes up saying. The RT podcast has just started, and it's like, it's like 20 minutes of me left in the video. Oh, that'd be a great idea. Good crossover. And then, boom, Gavin is ignoring Bernie's text. So, it, so how can you leave a Hitman video? It's a one-player game, right? Ryan was playing. It was a Let's Watch. Let's Watch. Uh, so I just upped and left. I feel a bit bad about it. Wait, was there a, a face cam on that? Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to see, you like just bolt it? Oh, so yeah. we, we are getting to see your reaction. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but I saw Trevor came in, apparently there was people waiting outside the office, and Trevor was like, I was like, <laughs> That's so funny. Um, well, do you want to talk about that other thing? That uh, DM stuff? No, oh, Jesus. So, I, the, the United Airlines pilot, Deek! I actually like that because I know we're making jokes and stuff, but I actually really, really like people in crisis. You like, wouldn't have liked it if you were on the plane. She'll probably be okay. But I just like. Why do you like people on crushing? I don't know. It's just like it's I, it's something very human about it because it's like a lot of times we hold these people up like they'll write this article about this woman a year from now she'll be like yeah I just fucking I was I was in a really weird place in my life and I did this stupid thing or like the guy who popped the the slide yeah. the flight attendant he took all the booze off of the drink cart or the guy who like, shit on a a drink cart I think I mean there's it? exceptions obviously to this something but it's like, like don't you I mean I like one of my favorite movies <coughs> in the last few years was uh, Silver <coughs> Linings Playbook. With uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Mm -hmm. I love that. I, yeah. I, I love that movie. I think one of the best movies that came out last year that nobody saw was a Jake Gyllenhaal movie called Demolition. Oh, I saw that. I thought it was a great <coughs> movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought it was great. I just really identify with people who are like going about their lives and they just like end up in this like emotional or mental crisis. I don't know why I like that. So that's what I see with these people. And there's another thing going on right now in the YouTube world where one of the biggest YouTubers... Historically and today, Shay Carl has had this huge scandal that's come about because, and I'm just going to say allegedly at the top of this because who the hell knows, uh, this girl who's a self-professed cam girl released their Twitter DMs. And the best thing I can say about the DMs from Shay Carl, alleged to uh, this <coughs> lady, is they are significantly off-brand. For, oh, for Shay Carl. For Shay Carl. Like, you know, Shay Carl is like the whole images of this family, you know, and it's very much the family's part of the show. And it's just like, I mean, these are like 
I, only, I could only read through a few of them before I got the gist of it, but it's basically like the Tiger Woods text messages, yeah. if you remember what those were like. It's just like off the charts. And of course, blood in the water, everybody's going nuts about it and going crazy. And he made this statement about um, letting down his family and it like then talked about he started drinking again. He's like, his alcoholism came oh, up. Man. Yeah, and everything. So this whole thing's coming up. And it's like, you know, I get, I get that it's like so counter to the image uh, that Shay has. Um, and b just for full disclosure, I mean, we follow each other on Twitter and I've met him and I'm very familiar with his work, but I wouldn't say that we're like friends in any way. I don't, I don't know Shay personally, but, um, I would say that like, you know, when these things happen and people get like, they, they do smell that blood in the water and they go after it. To me, it's always like, it's so interesting because it's, it's a huge deal in this guy's life. Like it's all he's thinking about 24 hours a day at this right. point, I'm sure. This massive fuck up or, you know, this thing that's happening to him being accused of it. But I, I, I'm reminded of, I'm reminded of right before Carrie Fisher died, like a month before. There was this story that came out from Carrie Fisher herself where she talked about on the set of one of the Star Wars movies, she had a three-month love affair with Harrison Ford, who was married at the time. And everyone was like, oh, that's, that's you know, and Harrison Ford is not married <clears throat> to that woman anymore, not for decades <clears throat> probably. Uh, and everyone was like, oh, it's like Princess Leia and Han Solo. They had a love affair on screen. They had a love affair in real life. And it's the difference between like those two things when something is happening, yeah. you know, when there's this major cataclysm, but then you go out enough years and really honestly nobody gives a shit, right? Mm -hmm. nobody, nobody, nobody cares. Time heals a lot. T I guess time heals a lot. I don't like that phrase though. It's true though. It's weird. Well, I just think that the internet has such a short memory at this point. I think unless like you kill span. someone, you're good. It, well, it depends, you know. Not career-wise, but I mean, it's like there are there are big events. Like something else will come along, and, and then nobody will care about the Shea Carl thing in like a week. You know what I mean? But in well, the meantime, he's in the fucking crosshairs. Well, do people still care about the Fine Brothers thing that happened? I don't. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I know they don't talk about it very very much. You know, people what I mean? have probably largely forgotten. I'm sure their subscribers yeah. continue to go up, and but you will see like videos. when there's a Fine Brothers thing, there's still people that are like towing that line. Mm. You know, on Reddit when there's even an article about the Fine Brothers or anything, there's always somebody who shows up. You know, and does it. It's just like, you know, who that's that was. I really do think what happened with the Fine Brothers, totally unrelated to something like this. What happened with the Fine Brothers was off the fucking charts. Yeah, I had never <clears> seen anything <throat> like that before. Like. That went on for a long period of time, a week, two weeks. People were making apps to look at them unsubscribing, people unsubscribing from their channel, which after even a week of that, I'm like, who's unsubscribing to the Vine Brothers today? Like, who is... At that point, it's just the bandwagon. I guess so, but it's... Like, who's just hearing about it <laughs> yeah. now and would care enough to do that? That's what yeah. I didn't get. Right. That's what I didn't get. And it's like, that's what was really surprising to me, but that whole thing that was going on. But this is just like, you know, this is like anything else where... Um, it's a scandal that comes up. It's definitely, you know, I think it, it touches on a thing that people really respond to, which is hypocrisy. If somebody presents themselves in one way and then they find out they're acting in a different way. Um, you know, that is really, people go nuts over that. But it's just like, it's just, it's so crazy. And I also have to say one thing about this is that um, she showed a video of her scrolling through the DMs to say, okay, look, you can see this. These are the DMs. But I can have a DM conversation with someone and then I can go and delete DMs that make me look you know, that make me uh, would make me look bad. I can or reframe the conversation. I can go through and delete those DMs. Like I did that actually on a tweet that you sent me. It was a, it was a funny uh, text. Uh, text messages you sent me where you were text messaging me stuff and I thought, oh, if I delete these two things 
parts of the conversation, then I have a funnier conversation about Gus. He was talking about two-factor authentication. You know, as I do. Yeah, as <laughs> Gus does. Like, nice. he just texts me in the middle of the night, like, oh, I found this awesome new two-factor <clears throat> authentication thing. And uh, I, could, I deleted from that iMessage, I deleted a couple different things. A, so that I wouldn't reveal what service Gus is using, and then B, there was one that just didn't add to the joke, so I just removed it. But you can definitely do that stuff with a DM conversation. And you I don't- say fabricate one entirely. You yeah, you, yeah, you could, you could definitely what do you need that. to do is an, an avatar, I guess, and have a conversation with yourself. Yeah, and I, you know, but the, I think that falls into the conversation which we have too often today, which is like you can't believe anything. Like everything is fake. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's not always true. I think more so we have to look at the way we react to things. Like even if it is fake, why would somebody fake this? They're going to fake it because they're going to get a huge reaction on the people. When literally it has nothing to do with any of us. It really, it really doesn't have anything to do with anybody, even people who watch his content. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things where somebody who, you know, shares their life on a regular basis, there might be the expectation that they owe you that part of their life to share with you as well, but they really don't, you know, especially somebody's doing it as long as he has been doing it, yeah. you know. I just I thought it was fascinating, and it's like I'm always, I'm always fascinated by the way that the hive mind online, the mob mentality takes over and people can just like laser focus on something, and it's like – Trust me, he's having a hard enough day today as it is. It's like people online coming after him is not going to like, you know. You're not going to prove anything to him or Yeah, uh, yeah I assume he, he feels time. like his world is collapsing. Yeah, I, And I, you don't need to add to it in any way. I hadn't even heard about it. You told me like right before we started the podcast. Uh, I just trying to figure out how it. big a deal this is. Yeah, I, I haven't so. seen it. But I've been filming all day. Like I haven't been at my computer, so I really haven't yeah. kept up. What were you filming? Heroes and Halfwits. <laughs> I was at this morning. Yeah. During lunch. Yeah. We were asked to keep quiet. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we were, yeah, we filmed for like, filmed for a long time. Man, that but show takes up a lot of your time. It does. And then, yeah. yeah. And then I have more stuff to film later this week. I know. It's just, it's just, it's just bad timing. I feel like we've already moved on from this conversation. Somehow we pivoted. Um, I was gone. You, you'll like this. You'll like one thing about this thing, though, when she posted the video for scrolling through the DMs. One of her tabs was Twitter, and her other tab was a Google search, and it said, "Can you legally post a tweet?" Or it, was, you saw, it just said the TW on it, so she had looked that up before she decided to make the video. Wow! She was looking if she could legally do. I that. I guess the answer was yes. Interesting. Google, by the way, not the best lawyer consultant. Just so you know. Um, so you know, I was out. So got like shit to get caught up on, but I'm filming like three days this week. Yeah. Which leaves like two days to try to get caught up on like all the other shit I need to do. You filming secret stuff? Um, <coughs> no. I think I can say it. Yeah, so I filmed Heroes and Halfway today, then I got to film a uh, million dollars butt for a couple of days. Yeah. Can we talk about something we're doing this week? What are we doing this week? That has to do with that show? MDB? Oh, with MDB. With Heroes and Halfwits. No, no. Like, what are we doing? Huh, well, yeah. <laughs> the Rooster Teeth podcast version of Heroes and Halfwits. It's going to be great. I know everything there is to know about D&D. &D. Trust uh, me, you know, as, you know as much as Jeff. I played D&D. How's that possible? Just plays D &D for years. Yeah, I know. I ask myself that every fucking episode. <laughs> really? Every time. What do I roll? What do I add to that? God, Jesus Christ. That would be. Me. It's a drinking game now. Anytime Jeff asks, "What do you add? What does he have to add to it?" Drink. No, he'll just fuck it up so you get drunk. Then you know he's a team player. <laughs> that Jeff way. knows what he's doing. Yeah. So uh, I for MDB <clears throat> we're uh, we're heading out to LA to shoot some episodes. Yeah. With some special guests. With some special guests. Yeah. We re MDB is now going into its fourth season, right? Fourth season i i have no i think so 
like crazy. Most season what? stuff, I'm like, oh, that was in that season. Mm. That was in that one. MDB, <clears throat> who knows? For me, in my brain, it's just like it's just MDB. Yeah, me too. I think like MDB is about to catch immersion in number of seasons, <laughs> like, because immersion has been produced like irregularly over the years. Well, immersion also had what like a two, three year break. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. In between one of the seasons. Yeah, there's a thing we developed in the TV show with it for a while. Yeah, you know, and so that took way longer than expected. Are you yeah. all going out of town this week? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna go to LA. You yeah. going to LA too, Babs? Yeah. Oh, cool. We should figure some stuff we should do while we're in LA. Like us three? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Gavin, hey. if you're up for it. Hey, you want to go to Waffle? Waffle. Let's go to Waffle. Last time I was in LA, I went to Hop Dottie. <laughs> you went to Hop Dottie? <laughs> what? And there's no line. <laughs> there's no line. It's the best. It was literally faster to fly to LA and go to Hop Dottie. I was with you. Yeah. For that oh, yeah. Right, Myra yeah. was there. Well, it, we, were with, <laughs> we were with someone from Full Screen who's like, let me take, let me take you guys to lunch. Because yeah. Gus and I were in uh, LA for something at Full Screen. And uh, he's like, well, what do you guys want? You want this and this, or you want. Burgers and beer. And I'm like, burgers and beer. That sounds awesome. Expecting to go to like some cool LA place or like some hole in the wall or whatever it was. Uh, we drive up, we park, and we walk over, and he goes into a hop dotty. And I'm like, is this where we're going? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I guess like the, it's, it's really close to the full screen office. So it's like, yeah. it's just like right there. It's it, was, true. it was just really, really For funny those who like, don't know what hop dotty is, it's a place in Austin. Uh, that's really overrated, and there's always a line that goes right out of the door. Another one over here at the Triangle. Might be the most overrated restaurant in the world. Yeah. It's a hamburger. Uh, I would say Torchy's is. Get the fuck out of here. I love Torchy's. Torchy's fucking sucks. Really? What sucks about it? It's just mediocre. Like, there's nothing good there. Everything's he's wrong. Good he's there. wrong. It's absolutely garbage. wrong. If it's you're listening to this garbage. podcast, can we take a vote? Garbage. Who wants Gus to dress up in a pilot's uniform? <laughs> Get off the plane, Gus. <laughs> oh. Torchy's is awesome. Does Torchy's anybody else not like Torchy's? No one. I'm no. Not, oh wait, one. Oh, you're just one jumping person. on the Gus bandwagon. Oh, I got fucked hey, off. Hey, if they if they voted that she should wear her pilot <laughs> uniform, you think she would have changed in the aisle? Like, like, just, like gotten naked? Yeah. Mm, probably. It would have been awesome though if she'd like you realized her civilian clothes were like those warm up NBA things, and she just rips it off. <laughs> she got pilot uniform. So was on. she actually fired? They did. They, they have not said. They just fired said, is hard because causing a like disturbance on a plane. It's a huge fine. It's like twenty five grand or something. I think. Yeah, it's Did not she get even the fine? for the crew. I don't, I don't know. Don't know if that. You know. I will say this: if a fucking customer did that, they would never fly United Airlines again. If a customer caused other any disturbance, other passengers to disembark. Yeah, they're yeah, that person's never getting on a United flight again. I don't know though. We'll see. She might. Have, what can a pilot be demoted to? Like what a co-pilot. I know. <laughs> no, I don't think the. There is any demotion like that. Right. They're not going to become like a gate agent. They, it's not, they, it's they not can, a path that they follow. They can potentially lose their their license to fly a commercial plane. Uh, commercial airline pilots have to undergo uh, physical and mental exams every couple of months to make sure that they're okay to fly. And if uh, if she's having problems, they may just revoke her license. So but can't. demoted to FedEx? <laughs> yeah, demoted to non-humans. Cargo. So now that we're still back on the topic of plane stories. I have something really funny that happened on our flight over to Sydney. Andy Cortez agrees with me. Talk torches overrated. Okay, go ahead. Fuck you, Andy. Andy, what the Thanks, fuck Andy. off. Um so on our flight to Sydney, 17 hour flight. A lot could happen on a 17 hour flight. Um apparently someone who was with our group went to the bathroom and w- while they were waiting in line, this little kid comes out of the bathroom and he has vomit all over his oh. all over his back. Ugh. His back. His back. Ugh. And Wait, he came he threw out up on his own back. His his dad was also waiting in line for him to come out. <clears throat> dad, and the boy comes out. He goes, "Daddy, someone threw up on me." Apparently, an older guy 
who was probably like in his mid 40s or something, got sick on the flight and like ran into the bathroom and threw up all over the kid. <laughs> what? Because the, the kid, door wasn't locked. The kid didn't lock the door. Yeah, like what? And wait, so the kid was pissing. I don't know if the kid was pissing, but the kid was going into the bathroom, and then this man also tried to come into the bathroom to throw up, but threw up all over Gavin. the kid. Oh my god. That's how you make it super villain. Oh right there. My That's how you god. do that. Apparently. Good lord. I would want a refund. <laughs> Holy crap. That, uh, imagine how awful that would be. Can you imagine being that dad? Your kid walks in and like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, that would be, I, that as a parent, I would have a reaction. Imagine somebody throwing up on your dog. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not a parent. Yeah. But I think if I saw that, I would start punching. Like, until I found the right person. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. somehow everyone is involved. Going down the aisle, just bop, bop. You can't do that. It clearly wasn't that full. They were trying to make it to the bathroom. They had, there's a sick bag. Look before you vomit. But it is. <laughs> there's a kid. I get it. it I, the whole situation, see, I don't think the guy ran to the bathroom and thought, I'm going to fucking puke on that kid. No, it honestly probably just came out of him. Yeah, he's thrown Projectile, up. Projectile, yeah. It's, it's involuntary. That's happened to me before. So then the, the guy <laughs> just... puked on a little I kid. I didn't puke on a kid, but I've had projectile vomit before where I couldn't control where it was going. That's yeah, I've had that for sure. Yeah. I mean, the guy must have been, like, though, right there apologizing, right? Unless he was finishing up. Yeah, but how long does that take? What do you, what's the longest you could barf? About five minutes. Get Sometimes it's a couple of waves. I assume it was just like a bleh. Because a lot of throwing up, in my opinion, in my experience, is trying to convince <laughs> yourself that you're done. You're like, I agree with you're you. You're like, I've, I've vomited twice. I definitely feel better, but am I done? And then you kind of know. It's like a judgment call, but you're kind of like, I don't think I'm Your done Your mouth yet. starts getting wet again. And it's like, <laughs> I'll just wait this out. Wait a couple of minutes. And it's all back. Really? A couple yeah. of minutes? I yeah. feel like no. once I start vomiting, I can, like, my body knows, let's finish the process and move on. That's it. Like, it's all out, and I know, done. Sometimes it's just hard to get the dregs out. Mm -mm. No. For me, it's just like, it's like a talent. I was talking about this with someone on our trip. Why do you and Esther get, like, food poisoning or have stomach issues so often? I don't know. We're... Are you guys just really sensitive oh, to Oh, man, I, 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 I ate something bad in Auckland. You that's, did? That's how so, I know, because well, here, we wanted to invite you out. Here's but... what happened. Well, Esther like, posts a picture of everything you guys eat. You so know, I, I, know exactly, I know exactly what it was. Was the oysters? No, I don't right. eat oysters. Um, fucking love oysters. You know, there's that restaurant right. in New Zealand, Monsoon Poon. Oh, in what? Auckland. <laughs> it's, there's one in Auckland. There's one in Wellington. I almost, I almost went and took a picture of the one in Wellington for you. Now I'm glad I didn't. There's that a place there. called so Monsoon he, Poon. Monsoon he loves Poon. this place. So they have a dish there called a firecracker Wet chicken, pussy. which is, it's like a super spicy dish. Like it's got like the, a picture of a dragon next to it on the menu when you order. They're like, it's the spiciest thing in the restaurant. I love it. It's really dragon. good. I ordered it. I ate it Tuesday night. I did not eat food again until Friday. What? Uh, it fucked me up so bad. Now you're never going to go back to Monsoon right, Poon. I, I, I can go back. I just cannot eat that dish. I realized like, I'm too old to eat something that spicy So it wasn't anymore. food poisoning. It was just the spice. It was just, just the spice. Like, I was fucked Were you up. vomiting or just shitting? Shitting like crazy. Shitting fire. Shitting liquid? Yeah. It was spicy liquid. Were you spitting fire? It was. Uh, I mean, I, I, I was not even hungry. I did not get hungry till Friday. Like that's how I mean, it was. It was bad. Why would you do that to yourself? I like it. It's good. Were you pooing liquid on the on the flight or anything? Or was no, it done by then? It was done by then. Although I, on the flight back, I took maybe the biggest shit of my life ever on the plane. And it was on the plane. Come like, on, we're, we're like forty five minutes from landing in San Francisco. And I'm like, uh oh, like I need to, <laughs> I, I need to go. And I took like, like a monster dump on that plane. How did it? Did it flush okay? Yes. Well, the suction on those things is pretty. That's true. 
I've almost sucked my vagina out of that hole before. <laughs> I set one off by accident. Yeah, I was on it. Because it's yeah. the sensor, right? Yeah. I hate those sensor ones. Why are they do fucking doing that? It's I, not a good feeling. Is it so you just don't have to touch it? Maybe. I, uh, I don't the only time, everything now. The only time I ever sat down on a plane bog, the, uh, the changing table unfolded and <laughs> fell on my head. Really? Yeah, really. Uh, the, on the... The flight. I w- I'd like to say I literally shit myself. <laughs> Surprise! On the flight back uh, from Auckland, uh, the in-flight entertainment system did not work. Uh. We like we everyone boarded the plane, and like you can see, like basically like the IT guys are on the plane, like working, like oh shit. <laughs> and we sat there like for an hour. They tried to fix it. They couldn't fix it. They're like yep, no in-flight entertainment. They said we'll uh, we'll reboot it when we're in the air. Maybe it'll come on, but yeah. And how long that, is that flight? That was. 11 and a half or 12, like 12 hours. Okay. Wait, where'd you fly from? Auckland to San Francisco. Oh, that's a direct flight? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, we did Auckland. And uh, yeah, so it's like you're, you're on that flight for like 12 hours. So I was like, I, I just need to get drunk. Like, no, so, that's not a... Because I gotta, just got to pass out. I, I just got to... being drunk on planes. Like, so I just started drinking. I've never done it. It's not a... Gus, you realize that's not a normal thing to say to yourself. I feel like, like that I'm is for flying. bored or I'm... Uh, or I'm or I just want to pass time so I'm going to get blackout I gotta, drunk. Yeah, I got to pass out. <laughs> that is not. No. Oh, to down. the point of passing out. Right. I thought you meant just for fun. No, just to help me. Why don't you asleep. just take a pill, yourself. a sleeping pill? I don't have it. Why don't you just shut your eyes? That doesn't just, work for most people. Think about the world. Normally I could, but it was like 3 p.m. or something when we took off, like middle of the afternoon. There's no way. DM a cam girl. Would you? <laughs> the Wi-Fi was not working. Oh no, the Wi-Fi did the, work. The yeah, Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi did not work. Would you fly on an airline that gassed? The passengers with the sleeping gas. I have never, ever been knocked out in any way. I've never lost consciousness except for going to sleep. I w- and I'm, I want to go as long as I can in my Not life. Not even that a, like a dentist or, or a... Nope. I was nice. awake when they pulled my wisdom teeth out. What if they did, what just made you snoozy? I'm snoozy all the time anyway. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm like four seconds away from falling asleep at every point in my life. Also, I could eat 24 hours a day. I want to do a podcast I could where l- you fall yeah. asleep. Okay. Have you ever been full? I don't, yeah. Maybe. Like, remember when, <laughs> I'll tell you when I got full, and I want to go back and do this, because I want to re-break the record. Oh. When, when I ate the tacos at Pork Fries, and I ate, what? 14 tacos. What is it? Have you ever been full? Yeah. Like, from eating? He said he could eat I said I could, I could sleep at any point, and I could eat 24 hours a day. I could eat right now. I could leave meals, and then go eat another meal. I can do that. What's your no problem? problem. How have you never been full? Full. I have been like when we when we went to go eat the I, we went to pork like, fries place and he has a taco record he has he has how do we describe these tacos Gus delicious uh, little fried corn they're very tacos? good for like p- the Pacific Northwest they are amazing Pacific Northwest tacos can I put the video out soon of that of me throwing up it's only the audio my stomach it. was so hard how many did you have F- fourteen or fifteen the video is basically. Get that camera out of my f- <laughs> <laughs> Have you never posted that? Was no, there a four-year-old kid in the way? The thing is, I said as I was filming, I was like, I won't post this. It's just for us. This is us to look back on. Most of my videos are like that, in fact. Like 90% is just for us. Yeah, if I die, delete Gavin's videos off his phone. Would you? What would you delete first? Gavin's videos or our text messages? Well, that's not him. Yeah, I'd delete our text messages <laughs> for sure. Those would be gone. But uh, yeah, I, I, I ate 14 tacos. <laughs> or 15 tacos? Was it 14 or 15? I remember you <laughs> getting people to poke your gut and it was rock solid. It was like, <laughs> it was like poking concrete. I set the record. The record, I'm pretty sure it was 15. Record was 15 tacos. I ate 15 tacos. They were like, 
do you want to go one more? Like, like go up in the record? You beat the record, don't you? I'm like, no. No, the the new record was 15. Yeah, so I broke the record, ate the 15 tacos, set the new record. And then I was just like sitting there as long as I could. And I thought I was going to die. I thought it was like that Monty Python character where I thought my stomach was going to split open. But I just went outside and just threw up. And you've never felt like that before. That full, that's ridiculously full. I mean, like, that's even to the point of vomiting. I feel full, like, after Thanksgiving dinner and stuff like that. But you give me like 10 minutes, totally. My refractory period after eating is fucking stellar. Faster than sex? I can eat constantly. Depends on the. Okay, we should do a a thing in a restaurant, like a a 12 course meal, one an hour, but they're all like full size entrees. Let's just do it at the waffle. You know, there's a Louis C.K. episode where they do a thing called Bang Bang. Where I'm trying to lose weight for Laser Team though, so I can't do that right now. Oh. But as soon as Laser Team's done, I will just do purge that. afterwards. Okay. It'll be fine. I'll do it. Kevin. What? Although I have, to, there's certain stuff I can't eat. Like I could never do what Michael did, where he ate those twelve lava cakes. Yeah, but he oh, threw God. up. Right that away. was way too much, like sugar and everything else. Yeah. But like, if you give me pieces of pizza or cheeseburgers, I can. Yeah, because there's no sugar in that. Could you I, eat? Well, it's you not know all sugar. It's more balanced yeah. than like. You know how a, a circle is like a cross section of a sphere. <laughs> yes. Or like a slice of it. A transverse slice. Yeah. Yeah. If we had. All of the other slices, like getting smaller and getting smaller, so it was a sphere of pizza. Oh, could you eat that? I guess sure. From a large, like that a large... sounds unbelievable. Yeah. Doesn't that sound awesome? A pizza sphere? Yeah, and but, e- and you start with a little tiny mini why pizza. Why personal? Why pizza? have I never seen this? So the top would be like either. a little crusty dome. Uh, well, the top could just be like the smallest. It'd be like the size of a pepperoni. Well, I don't understand what this looks like. It's it's a a little pizza, bigger a pizza. pizza, bigger pizza. <laughs> And then the bi- the the oh. middle part, the biggest, widest part, yeah. would be like a it large. would be like a large pizza, like yeah. a whatever. And maybe oh. the two middles, of, the two mediums, would be here. Speaking of large pizza, have you guys ever ordered pizza in New Zealand? No, no. no. So there was one night where there was only about four or five of us who stayed home. The, the rest of the people went out for dinner, and we were like, "Let's order a pizza." Surely they have some type of pizza delivery system in New totally Zealand. Totally normal thing to have. Um, so we looked it up, and they have uh, there. Sure enough, is a Pizza Hut in Auckland, New Zealand, and couldn't call them. They wouldn't pick up. So we ordered online. Ordered two large pizzas. There was five of us. Thought that would be enough food. <laughs> Apparently, large pizzas in New Zealand are about this big. About the size of a personal pan pizza. That seems regular. That's, just, that's the way it should be in the U.S. That's, that's the rest of the world. It's just not America. But it's large. The problem with America is portion size. <laughs> it's not the food we eat. It's the amount that they give you. No, I know. They give you way too much food. I rarely finish a meal. It's true. He country. very rarely finishes a meal either. Gus. I stop when I'm done. Yeah, me too. No. Sometimes I'll stop if, if I'm like two bites away. I'll, I'll like, stop one bite away. Really? I'll be like, yeah, like, really? Nope, not doing it. Oh, no, I'm I not like that at all. I wish they made edible plates because <laughs> I would just keep going. I do not stop until all my food is gone. You know how you say the last bite of a cheeseburger is just as good, or it's like the best or the, just as good as the first? You're triggering a couple people in the audience who hate when I say that because apparently I've said it like 20 times over the course of the podcast years. Would but you, go ahead. Well, would you eat a dish that was 50 last bites of cheeseburger? Well, the, that's weird because that's other people's last bites. They would just be cut that way. They wouldn't be bitten. Well, it's, it's different. It's a gravity thing. It's a gravity. I don't want to go too much into this because people get upset when I talk about <laughs> cheeseburgers. Can you explain how it's a gravity thing? Because people you, get upset by it. When you eat a cheeseburger, all the mush, all the stuff inside, like all that, <laughs> no, it goes down. <laughs> so really, you need every, you need these fifty burgers to be held like this yes. for like four minutes. What and if they were the chop the bottom off? Last bites from you. That's fine. Okay. Honestly, if I'm being, if I'm being totally honest to you, I eat so much of my kids' food that they don't eat, and it's just like, oh, fuck, I'll have four chicken nuggets. Sure, here we go. Let's do this. Just put them in. I've eaten more half-eaten cheeseburgers than anyone else on the planet. Look, I'm like a human trash can. I just eat, eat, eat. 
You really love food. Food's the best. I I disagree. Food is the best. Food's annoying. No. I love to hang around Lindsay right now. I'm like, what'd you eat today? What'd you? What'd I'm you with eat? you, Bernie. What are you eating? Next? You're like Joey from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I just want Lindsay to tell me everything she eats. I'm like, just tell me what'd you eat today. She's got to eat. Michael's, she's got two kids, or Michael's she got uh, feeding for two. So, so is there a pizza sphere? That wasn't a slip no, up, I by can't the way. Find one. That Let's make up. one. We should make one. We'll make one. We'll make it at Auntie Life, right? Million views. What's a million views? Pizza sphere. You're never wrong on these things. It's pretty good. Let's make a pizza sphere. Let's do it. I'll do it. Order and some large maybe, pizzas from Auckland. Is this something you Can do we have on a pizza the pizza podcast? <gasps> Why haven't we done that yet? That seems like a great idea. We even had a pizza sponsor at one point. Why do we never? We had pizza sponsors. We had so, a pancake uh, podcast, and we were gonna have ice cream Sunday Monday. And we did a steak podcast. Steak off. So and we had a steak podcast. pancake podcast is coming up soon. Pancake podcast is in two weeks. So that means we should put do pizza before that. We should. We should have one a quarter. So we have before pa- it pancake podcast. Ice cream Sunday Monday, <laughs> steak the steak <laughs> podcast, and then the pizza podcast. I love podcast. the new ice cream Sunday Monday. <laughs> I like how th- I always love the ice cream <laughs> Sunday, Sunday Monday, Monday podcast. You're also bringing this up about three minutes after you said you were trying to lose weight for uh, laser team. This is pancake podcast. When's pancake spot? Two, Two weeks. Well, pizza sphere is more of a spectacle and, and more of just like an amazing build than actually a snack. So I also no, I want to <laughs> eat the pizza though. I'm I'm making the pancakes this year, guys. Can we can we tell Gus? Right, we're not right. bringing in outside. Oh no, well, we did that two years ago. Last year we made them ourselves. I know, but I don't want that. I don't right, want to. Like, I was trying I to make it easy on you. That that was a bad idea. Get those fucking don't bitches out of here. Me. Whoa, let's get you a chef's hat. Is that really in two weeks? You're a corporate yes. shill trying to get that fucking oh, Kirby Lane money. You know me, <laughs> going after the big Kirby Lane sponsorship. <laughs> hey, speaking of sponsorships, <laughs> hey, hey, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nature Box. What do you do when you want a snack but all you can find is junk food? Rely on your self control to resist the temptation. You eat the junk food, so start snacking healthy with NatureBox. NatureBox makes snacks that actually taste great and are better for you, created with high-quality ingredients that are free from artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners, so you can feel great about snacking. Uh, they got great things like sea salt pop pops, uh, cherry berry bonanza. Uh, NatureBox recently made their service even better. Now you can order as much as you want, as often as you want, with no minimum purchase required. You can cancel at any time. It's simple. You go to naturebox.com and check out their snack catalog. There are over 100 snacks to choose from. They're constantly adding delicious new snacks. Choose the snacks you want. They'll deliver right to your door. With NatureBox, you never get bored. There are new snacks each month inspired by real customer feedback. If you try a snack you don't like, NatureBox will replace it for free. Uh, Right now, you'll save even more. NatureBox is offering our viewers 50% off your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. That's naturebox.com slash roosterteeth for 50% off your first order. naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. Thank you, NatureBox, for sponsoring the podcast and making delicious snacks. The Pop Pops are really good. Barbara, you look a little different. <laughs> you look sick. <laughs> looks like you have chicken pox. It does. It looks like you have the measles. I wonder, based on the placement of where all these hearts are, who did this to my face? <laughs> they are suspiciously. You're like a tree with a moss on one side. <laughs> you want to tell which direction is north? Uh, Anybody know what that is? <laughs> Gus, you seem like an outdoorsman. What? <laughs> what What side of the tree does moss grow on? North. North side of the tree, yeah. right? Yeah. Why north? Never heard that, Gaff? Wind. <laughs> I assume Wind. it's because of where the light is, but it sunrises. I actually don't know why it is. Do you know why it is, Gus? In What's east? the reason? Nope, no idea. But I know uh, it's I'm, I'm actually looking it up right now to see. bollocks. I should have given you more time so you moss can see only, smart. Uh, moss only grows north. So... Uh, the there's a tendency for moss to grow on the northern side of trees in the northern hemisphere. In the southern hemisphere, mosses <laughs> would have a tendency to grow on the south. It's just like the plug hole. Oh, it's just it's gravity pulling it down. Just it's like, like burgers. Once you get below it, that's what it is. Gravity north? 
Yeah, pulls it in that direction. If you if you think about the the globe as being from a like a very ethnocentric view of North America being the top, but it's not. It's the bottom too. I found your So it pulls the moss down. It says that that's science. This is what the, goes. according America's to the bottom. This is what Gus gave me. Dan Johnson, assistant professor of forest biology uh, at the University of Ohio, says since the north side of a tree gets less sunlight than the other parts of a tree, it should be cooler, more damp, and have more shade. Perfect condition for growing moss. Gravity. Just but isn't that only in the summer? No. So, there you go. Well, the sun rises in the east, sets in the west, right? Yeah, yeah but the tilt of the planet is... It's so... Somebody told me on this, this trip to Australia, like, it's hotter in Australia because the angle of the sun is even more. Like, this, the, the Earth doesn't have a perfect tilt to it. Like, the amount it tilts for Australian summer is greater than the amount that it tilts for really? North American summer. And that's got to be bullshit, right? What does it actually that, tilt? Put though? that in your list for Sally LePage, please. That's, it's not like going I know like that's that. astrophysics. I'll, I'll put it. Yeah, that's but, not quite her, her field, but I'll yeah. put it in the list. I just said, the person said it with absolute certainty, and I was like... Well, how many degrees is it? Because then you could tell. Yeah, but if it's... If it's like, here on one side, and then it's here. Yeah, but I guess it would have to be, like, off-center from the axis of the sun, too. I've just never heard that before. I'm I think it's bullshit. Well, it, it's, it's bullshit. always on the same amount of on the piss, because right? It always has the same tilt. Uh, it doesn't change the tilt. Yeah. All that changes is what side of the sun it's on. That is correct. It's not, like, unless wobbling it's, around. Unless it's... That, that would affect... But that tilt would affect, like, how much... Ask Sally Page. We're just we're just gonna annoy people. If you know Shit. it on Twitter, I'm sure Leave you'll it fucking to the tell us. We're gonna be corrected, and I'm sure times people are gonna send us the wrong information. Hey, speaking of Twitter, they're on Google right now telling us what idiots we are. Let me look this up. I, I, I've no, got, I know it. You're I've an got, idiot. <laughs> I've got a bit of a beef <laughs> with with uh, with something I saw. Was it mince beef? Is it beef with one of no, us? No, no. Um, on the Rooster Teeth subreddit, someone posted a a screenshot yeah. that they looked me up on Twitter because they wanted to follow me, and that I had blocked them. All right. And they said that they've never sent me a message, they've never added me, and everyone's like, ha ha ha, that's so funny. Typical Gus. That, that crazy Gus. bullshit. That guy, the person who posted that is either a liar or a moron. Or both. <laughs> because there's no way I'm going through and finding every new Twitter account and blocking them preemptively. What, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? Unless How would I blocked. find a random account oh, and block it? <laughs> and it just so happened to be that guy. Could you block it? Then they delete their account, and then someone registers that name, and it's still blocked. I don't think no, that's I don't think works. so. I think if anything, you were <laughs> scrolling through your timeline, or like clicked on a tweet he made, or did something, and he accidentally what? blocked. How would I, I follow find, people how would in I that find same him, way? Though? How would I have found that oh, account? Yeah, he's totally forgetting a time he tweeted. Right, it, probably. That's why, moron. Either he's lying and actively <laughs> knows that he has sent me a message. <laughs> Or he's a moron and has forgotten that. They I sent also me a never message. remember why I block people, but I know that I wanted to in that moment. I just don't block anyone. I don't block people anymore either. <laughs> I, I, mean, I unblock you people when them? they ask me. To, oh. to unblock them or why you block them? Like it goes back to the conversation I had earlier about like we, we smell blood in the water and I was like, at some point, everyone's going to be in that situation where they're the asshole, where they make a mistake at some point in their life. And if, if you're going to go through your whole life and expect people to behave themselves constantly, you're going to live a very disappointing life. You're going to be very disappointed in pretty much everyone you know, at least 50% of them. And so like when somebody messes up, it's just like you got to kind of be ready to forgive, you know? And so when someone says, you block me, will you unblock me? I'm like, sure, I will. But I do always ask, why did I block you? Because I don't keep a record of it either. It's like, why did I block you? And the answer is always like, I don't know. Why? Why? I couldn't figure it out. It's, I'm sure it's super easy to figure out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Look at the I, I one mean, time you tweeted me, and then when you couldn't tweet me anymore. <laughs> right. Tweet, block, that was it. That's the reason. Yeah. I called you a fat prick once, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it was a any. joke. That was one guy. He asked me to block him. 
and I, I said, I said, I said, why did I block you? He goes, he goes, I just tweeted at you during the podcast. And I was like, I was like, all right, that's fine. So I unblocked him. And he goes, and then I think he, right after he responded to his friend, he goes, I tweeted that he was a big piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so that was the reason. That's why he did it. But that's funny though. Why would you block someone for that? I would block someone for that. Calling you a big piece of shit? <laughs> just because it's so easy. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I do the thing where I follow somebody and then block them. So they're like, eh, oh. <laughs> I did that accidentally the other day. You I, have, uh, I went to go block someone because they were being rude to me and I accidentally clicked follow and I was like, nope. <laughs> kind of the opposite of what See, I I've done. Right I've done the unfollow block where like someone who follows me is always like, I don't know, like saying the same lame shit over and over again. So I'll just block them and unblock them. I'll be like, great. Now you don't follow me. Follow me again if you want. But right now you don't follow me. Oh, that's a yeah, good point. Smart. Yeah. You can, you can. Clear somebody out yeah. that way. Like, if you don't want to follow them and you don't want them seeing you, just go. A little double tap. Yeah. Boop, boop. In a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, that's a lot more passive-aggressive move, what Gavin's talking about. Because when, they blo- when you block them, they know you block them. But when they just find out they're not following you anymore, then they have to click follow. They can't have the option, and they can click follow, and you'll see it, that they followed you. You know, that it'll alert you and say, oh, so-and-so followed you back. And then you're like, ah. Yeah, you really want to follow me, prick. <laughs> so many sub levels. We live in the stupidest world. This ever. is the dumbest conversation. It is. It, we live in the dumbest world, Barbara. We live in the we dumbest do. fucking world. I feel like you know, in movies, sometimes it's like a multiverse or like a a path in time where everything splits. You can go to the other one. I think the Hillary Trump thing was that split in our lives, and we're in this one, and it's hilarious. It's the other one's funny. the normal one, though. This so is the one that you, you would visit in a movie. You, you said that, you know, people wanted to, that Uber drivers wanted to talk to you about, like, politics when you were overseas. I felt like I had the exact opposite reaction, where anytime I met someone down there, like, where are you from? Oh, United States. Like, they would just instantly get silent. Like, they did not want to talk about it. They didn't want to hear about it. They were just done with it. Why didn't you just say Canada? Because I'm not a fucking liar. I am. No, wait, I actually am from Canada. Did you see the Canadian Prime Minister? That's how I feel, Gus. You shouldn't have to. I'm from America. I shouldn't have to say I'm from Canada. Yeah. No, I'm an American. Fuck. The, uh, the full-time job. The Canadian Prime Minister successfully counted the Trump handshake. <laughs> Do you see that? <laughs> the Trump handshake's great. Wait, what? Have you ever seen the Trump handshake? Trump does yeah, yeah. can, can I demonstrate it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's also a lot of... Oh, yeah. Are you talking about this thing that he did to Trudeau? <laughs> where he like did the handshake and then grabbed his shoulder? Well, he does that. The whole thing is he yanks on people's hands. Yeah. But... Trudeau like successfully like kept the handshake exactly where it was. He even I've analyzed the footage. He even had to push occasionally to keep the handshake <laughs> at a normal thing. He was like going like this. You analyzed over. There's a great Twitter account called Stats Canada where they poke like uh, post face stats about Canada and about the people there. And they posted something about how Trudeau had been practicing his handshake for the last five days <laughs> in preparation for that. Trudeau is awesome. He's great. He's he really, the most really famous Canadian prime minister in my lifetime. He doesn't like that dude. It was an interesting morning to wake up in Australia where uh, like I woke up, I looked at my phone, and it's like, Trump and Australian prime minister, you know, getting to fight. Australia scandal. I was like, oh, fuck, oh, like, I, just got, I just got here. <laughs> yeah. I just got here, man. Don't fuck this up for me. I was nervous there was going to be something that happened while we were out of town that would not allow us to get back in, or me at least. Same nice. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a scary time to travel. Tis. Well, now y'all, y'all are y'all are okay from Canada and the UK. We are now. Well, I have a green card, so I I'm okay. But Gavin has a work visa. That's true. So they, could, I mean, 
with either of us, we could get denied for really no reason. It's just up to the border guy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying border, before, I've already mentally, I've prepared already. I'm ready. To not be allowed in? <laughs> it's not going to happen. I mean, you'll know if it's coming. They're going to go through a lot of groups before they get to you guys. But there were people in the air with green cards who didn't know it was happening. And yeah. they got to the border and they were like, oh, I can't get in. Fuck, it's unbelievable, dude. That's why I was worried. It's unbelievable. Not to get political again. I mean, you know, uh, here's how. Here's my whole take on immigration is that the, the population of the U.S. is now having children at a rate that's less than the sustainable birth rate, which is 2.2 kids per family. Right. And that takes into account, like, death rate and everything else or a lifespan in that particular country. And in America, I believe it's about 2.2. We are having children at less than that. I think the only demographic group that is still currently at that level or a little bit above it are Hispanics, which is an ever-growing group, but that's part of the reason why. So the, the only other way you can gain population <laughs> in, that, in that scenario is immigration. Yeah. That's literally you get people from somewhere else to come if you're not making the people. So just on a long-term strategy, immigration makes sense. It's always made sense for America. But just even where we are now, long term, it makes sense to have immigration. Japan's got a huge that, problem. They have I, I was going to talk crisis. specifically about Japan. Is it hard like, to do, move? Do you think that like we'll reach a point in the future where like the Japanese population is declining so much that they need to have so much immigration that the country of Japan will be inhabited by primarily non-Japanese people? But you would assume Japan wants to keep the Japanese population as much as they can. They, 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 would they just start opening their gates to anyone? I mean, what do you to mean get to the numbers anyone? up. You have to. Like, if, if nothing else, Japanese. they need people to take care of them when they're, you know, elderly. Like, as they continue to, as the population continues to age. Just the, earning money in, the, money in the country to sustain, like, social services right. or, you know, retirement funds. The U.S.'s birth rate, like you said, the sustainable birth rate is 2.2 per couple. The United States is at 1.88. Uh, <laughs> Japan is at 1.41. 1.41? And Germany's even lower. Germany's at 1.38. Yeah, they'll be fine. What was that crap about the tennis game or something with the German national anthem that happened? Oh, what? Jesus. I heard about that. U.S. Open? What that was in the U.S.? I believe it was. What happened? I believe it was U.S. organized. I'll, I I'll look at the, the article. An incorrect version of the German national anthem was sung. What's an incorrect version? What does that mean? What was it? The Nazi the one. Nazi one. What? Yeah. Like, but it wasn't a <laughs> recording that they played. They sang the, it. U.S. Like, someone Open sang it live. Nazi. What is the... Like, the, the person who usually does, like, the national anthem somewhere, like, the I'm one person the... singing, saying mm. their own I don't know any of the details. I kind of just heard it. I overheard it, but... Nazi version of German anthem played before U.S.-Germany US tennis match. So it was the, U, the new U.S. anthem. Hey! Hey, <laughs> look at you. Trump's America. The U.S. Tennis Association has apologized... <laughs> Boy, they really skirted the issue with their statement, too. <laughs> uh, the U.S. Tennis Association has apologized after playing the Nazi-era version of the German National Anthem before a match in Hawaii Saturday between American Allison Risk and Germany's Andrea Petkovic at the Fed Cup Tournament at the Royal uh, Resort in Maui. Uh, put a lot they, of apparently emphasis. they cried during it, of the German tennis players. Wow. Kimball sang all three verses of... Deutschland lined. Oh my god. Which how, translated the song of Germany. How did they not stop it or interrupt it? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. It makes me think of like when those athletes from Kazakhstan won that competition. They started playing the Borat theme. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what this opera singer is now like, he's now on every video of him singing this Nazi theme. So, what were the lyrics? What is the difference in the lyrics? 
but I don't know. It doesn't say? Oh, here's a tweet from the United States Tennis Association. The USTA extends a sincere apology to the German Fed, up, Fed Cup team and fans for the outdated national anthem. <laughs> this mistake, That's putting it mildly. <laughs> this mistake will not occur again. Uh, outdated. That's it. Just outdated. I want to. I want to know the lyrics. Germany, Germany, above all else, above all else in the world, when for protection and defense, it always stands brotherly together. Kill the Jews. 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 German, German women, German loyalty, German wine, German song shall re retain in the world their old beautiful chime and inspire us to noble deeds during all of our life. Uh, unity and justice and freedom for the German fatherland. Towards these, let us all strive brotherly with heart and hand. Unity. I mean. So that's the Nazi one? That was beautiful. Yeah. It's just all about keeping Oddly it Oddly enough, it ends with, the New York Times is a terrible publication. Mark Cuban sucks. Very bad. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Nazis had it figured out way before the rest of us. We, we get a lot of comments on videos. Understandably. I mean, people want to watch our stuff to escape politics. And we've, like, been political recently. But it is interesting to wake up every day to, like, a new... Just immense piece of news New that the president headline. did. We live it's in like, very political times. And I don't want to talk about it either. But it's just like, oh, look what he did today. Oh, my God. And that's what people talk about that day. And you end up just like, it becomes a part of your life. And then it bleeds into videos. Yeah, I, I guess have, we should try and not do it. I have a... No, fuck that. We talk about it all the time. It's just like... Talk about, don't start a new political I think podcast. I everyone talk about it every fucking week. Um, <laughs> I, have, wow. I have a subscription to the New York Times. And the New York Times mobile app is the most depressing app in the world. Anytime my phone buzzes, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Yes. Oh, another like, dumb thing happening. It's just, like, it's just always like bad news. Yeah, and and it's funny, John Oliver did a joke about it last night in the show. He's like, he said that he was happy when he's got the alert that Mary Tyler Moore died. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, Something that, else. That's not terrible. It's just <laughs> like, a regular day. Yeah. Hard to believe it's not there was terrible. <laughs> it's like it's terrible for one family. I guess. Right. Yeah. Hard to believe there was planet. a point in time when we were all hoping that 2016 was going to end. Like we couldn't wait to get to 2017. Everyone and we're just, here. Everyone just kept saying, "Can't wait for this year to be over." What a terrible year! It's like all this is just this is like the canary in the cage. All that this year has taught me, and I think it's a valuable lesson in that, is that all the stuff, all the ideals that you're raised with, and all the constants in your life, they're never constant. They can like everything that you your life is based on can be undone. At any point, really. No, it's very true. It's very true. I always just think of it as like, oh, remember when that was, you know, remember when women could vote? That's awesome. But, you know, women could easily not be allowed to vote for whatever reason. It's not going to happen. There's a lot of things that are in anything could be for a lot undone. of people right now. Yep. Got to make sure the them courts keep, <laughs> keep us safe. So there's a thing that happens every time, and I feel like you bring it up more than anybody else, Gus, when we, we talk about blocking people on Twitter. Yeah. Like, you know, because I know Gavin doesn't bring it up, but Gus, you like to do it a lot. In fact, you block people you don't even know. Or <laughs> I just go to Twitter, I look at the new accounts, and I block. Every time we mention blocking on Twitter, there is a rash of people that will, like, message you saying, block me, block me, block me, block me. It's like, that is, just try to, try not to be completely uncool. Like, that is just, it's just <laughs> like, don't hit the bottom of the barrel if you can possibly avoid that. It's just, it's, it's really lame. And you know no, that, we're not going to block you. You know so. that your Twitter account isn't something you have to deal with if you don't want to. I know that. No, I, listen, Just Twitter in general, your phone away. talking about the politics thing. Well, I follow, I mean, I look on Twitter here a lot of times for the uh, live stream comments, and I look in there and on the site as well. Um, but uh, Twitter in general, I get the idea, I get this notion. I, I don't think it's fair to tell people who are in entertainment, you don't, you shouldn't be talking about politics, especially when it's usually conservative people when, you know, the liberals in Hollywood say stuff. But two of the last four conservative presidents in this country were entertainers. 
Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan. It's an actor and a reality show mm. star. It's like they vote. They voted to the highest level of the office. People who were talking about politics while working in entertainment. So it's really funny to me. It's like when people say people in entertainment shouldn't talk about politics, but at the same time, I have to recognize that I enjoy Twitter significantly less than I used to. You know, because I, of what's going on right now. With politics. Yeah, I really do, and it's like you know, it's it, these things are, are happening. I think we should. I, I liked at the beginning part of 2017 that 2017 was looking like a year of action versus a year of emotion, where 2016 was just like everyone's emotions. They thought their emotions were so important, you know? Yeah. And now it's like we realize that action really does take precedence over emotion. And so, but I don't know. It's I think there's an inevitable <laughs> drawback to just our thoughts and our likes are going to yeah. change the world. It's, it's, it's easy to, to get lazy about it. It's easy to get lazy, yeah. yeah. I, for one, am going to be voting for I, Queen Beyonce in 2020. For, for I'll the, be voting for Steve Harper. For the first time ever <laughs> yeah. in my life, I have called my uh, my congressman. Yeah, I did too. I've called my congressman. I've called my senators. Is it an answer phone? Uh, no, someone actually answers. It's not them, of course. It's like someone in their what office. What did you call about? Uh, I called about immigration because my uh, congressman is one of the people who wrote the <clears throat> immigration uh, executive order, the immigration ban. Really? Yeah. So I, I called uh, in reference to that. Did you say, hey, I don't like you now? I said, uh, I, I expressed my... Thanks. I expressed my uh, my displeasure with his stance and told him, as one of his constituents, I hoped he would change his his stance on that policy. And you got to think of a call to your congressman's office as being the same as writing about a thousand emails. Oh yeah, emails, yep. emails and tweets don't do shit. Yeah, you got to call. Get ignored. Weird. Call or write a real letter. How far behind are each of you with a pen? Yeah. Or pencil. Or How far pen? behind are all of you on email at this point after Australia? I, I got seven. Oh. What? I'm only I'm down to seven. You're I had I had Wi-Fi on the flight back, so I did tons of email. It was Gosh. great. I had Wi-Fi on an international flight for the first time in my life. I don't know how everyone else has managed to get Wi-Fi on international flights. I've never ever had it. Because I fly United. I guess I, I had guess. on American. I, I, I was tweeting about how I was watching the Super Bowl live, uh, completely over the middle of the Pacific. How are you Ocean. watching the Super Bowl? Because the, the the plane had live TV as well. What? I was just like on the internet and watching TV on a seat above the ocean. Is That's it, awesome. This is before or after you sent me that video of you in business class? That was after. I, I'd already recorded that video because okay. that was before we took off. Gavin sent me a video of him. Because Barbara found class. out I, was, I got the upgrade to business class. So she was like, can you make a video documenting your experience in mm. business class? And it was just Gavin filming his, his feet completely stretched out over his little foot rest. Yeah, it was like a, a seven-second video. I was like, These, this is my leg. <laughs> and, and then I turned, and there was like that flappy door with the mirror. Yeah, yeah. And I just framed it so you could see my smug face <laughs> in the mirror. And then he did his... Yeah. It was uh, a good video. All right. It's time to wrap this up. Let me, let me, let me pause for just one second. Man, that podcast was really time. short for some reason. <laughs> I just loaded up the podcast by accident. Pink. Oh, my Pink. God. Are you watching the podcast on the podcast? Yeah, I, I, I normally have it muted when I'm checking comments. What if we just put put the camera at the laptop and just continued from that version? Hold on, but hold on. Let's let's let him look at his list. Let me see. I gotta go through my list to make sure I got to everything I want to talk about. I've been on the I've been on the podcast since we changed the times. I've been gone for two weeks. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you miss me? Oh, people are asking I was Gus. Out, I was out last week too. Gus, what? shall we uh, release the RTX Sydney podcast? And I my vote is no. No. That was. That was not a good setup for the podcast. No. It was, everyone was standing. It was not good. It was hot and sweaty and loud. 
Did we barely hear anything? Better venues. Than we that. couldn't even hear each other very well. No, that was. I would say we're not going to release the RTX Sydney podcast. You can probably watch it on the Twitch yeah, stream. On the, it's on the yeah. Twitch stream, and probably don't do that because it's not. It wasn't our best podcast. Yeah. I wouldn't say. You know, you got much more entertainment. I think all of the ones. Absolutely. Although I did 100%. learn about slip slap slop. That's slip true. slap slop. I, I right, think that's very Australian. All of the ones in the actual big rooms, like the like arena sized rooms, were really good. Like, yeah, that was good audio in there. But out on the on the floor, it's too much going on. It was duty. Yeah. None of my reminders are worked. I'm trying to do this thing now where I dictate oh to Siri so stuff I want to talk about. Who are we gonna? Who are we gonna? End. Who are we gonna hire for the pizza sphere next week? We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. I think we should get Jordan Swears on it. Why? Uh, you have to. He's, he's a pizza. He's a pizza guy. Pizza guy. Yeah, but we'll, we'll talk. I don't want Jordan on the podcast until he animates himself. <laughs> All right. I don't understand. You're out of time. This. Thanks for watching, everyone. None we'll of this makes any sense. What do you understand? Love you. Bye. What? None of this, but none of my notes make any sense. <laughs> <laughs>